Hey, welcome to Tuesday's show. My name's David. <laughs> and I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? Well, we got some things to discuss. Up here, we're going to discuss Canada Cup, which was this past weekend. Yeah, but even better, Okay. someone here just won a copy of Soul Calibur 6. I just won a copy of Soul Calibur 6 on the best, best of, of five. five. Uh, I don't win raffles very often. Dude, I never win raffles. It's is, been a while. How, how many people were in that raffle? Was there only oh, like... Oh, yeah, I mean, you know how many people watched that show. Probably three or 4,000. Oh, right. Okay, okay. So, uh, I mean, it was not likely, but I won it. And I'm going to get a little bit more information about it in terms of, like, what what it's for, what system, and also... Whether it's a digital download, because I didn't expect to win, so I didn't look into it. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's uh, if it's giveawayable, then I'll give it away on the show. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we um, haven't started running the raffle yet, so don't bother with your little exclamation point yeah, I raffle. Yeah, everyone's trying to oh, get another raffle. Oh, you were going yet. to buy it for the platform of the winner's choosing, so it hasn't happened. So, so I don't. I, I own an imaginary copy of Soul Calibur 6. Wow. Wow. I'm speculating on Soul Calibur 6 futures. It's <laughs> what's going on right now. <laughs> oh, uh, man. All right. Okay, well, okay. Uh, look, no reason that uh, Ace King Offsuit and the other fellas can't join our raffle when we have it. <laughs> they win it. <laughs> they win it back. They, just... Next time I'll join the raffle too then, you know. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> yeah, Schrodinger, Schrodinger's caliber. Uh, anyway, so like I said, we're going to talk about the Canada Cup. We're going to talk about uh, other stuff that happened, a couple of other things that happened this past weekend, uh, as well as a little bit of drama in those as well. Uh, a couple of FGC uh, characters were announced, a couple of new games. Um, however, there's also been a leak for some other game. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, ramble on a little about. And then other than that, I don't know. We can do a Q&A with the viewers or something like that if we have some time. So, okay, sure. Yeah, it's definitely uh, some stuff happening. Uh, just like uh, not as much stuff happening. It feels like right now everyone's just kind of ramping down to just the finale of all of the tournament seasons right yeah. now. Obviously, we have a new game. Soul Calibur just came out. Correct. But like, it's just out. It just came out. And we've talked a lot about it already. So You want me to do legal talk? I mean, I'm happy to answer legal questions. What legal? Questions I don't, I'm not sure. Legal? That's okay, my well, that's we'll, my question okay, as well. Yeah, yeah, so we'll you know, out. if you have any interesting questions, I'm happy to provide answers. What I got. All right, Canada Cup. Uh, it was a tournament that I went to, and you also went to. That's right. A lot of people went to it. Uh, a thousand people. Yeah, that's right. It was yeah. it was well attended. Yes, it was well attended, and to be honest with you. Um, we were kind of squashed in the corner. We were we were quite squashed. In the and yes. uh, so, so okay, it takes place at a larger this, event, yes. right? Uh -huh. So for the first time, it's incorporated into a bigger gaming convention, which was called EGLX. Previously, it had always been on its own. Mm -hmm. um, so at this EGLX, like James said, the far corner of it was where Capcom was where Canada Cup was. Everything else was, you know, what you expect out of a gaming convention. Otherwise, mm -hmm. there were some esports games that I have literally never seen before. I couldn't tell you what they were. People were commentating about them like they knew what they were. I've they weren't shooters. It was some some like MOBA maybe. I've literally oh, never seen it. Okay, okay. Um, Dude, I found 
a kangaroo arcade machine in the little arcade in the back corner. They had a classic, you know, arcade games back there, which always was like me, like a moth to flames. Yo, and sure. So, yeah, so I went back there, and I played kangaroo for the first time. I feel like I've ever actually looped around back to the I've first stage it. again. I may have done it before on MAME. I don't remember with save states or whatever, but I did it, and I oh, was nice just work. like... I was like, this game wasn't as hard as I remembered it being, you know, but you just get smarter when you get yeah. older. You have so. a few more years of experience. Yeah. Uh, there was also a stage where, you know, there were people playing Mario Party in front of the crowd or whatever. No one's ever heard of Kangaroo. How have you never heard of I- I've Kangaroo? I've never heard of Kangaroo either. So. You know, you're the Kangaroo the, with a boxing glove and you attack monkeys who try to throw apples at you because you're trying to rescue your baby. Come on! All the monkeys <sighs> down there on, on the Australian continent. Exactly, dude. Sure. Sure. Okay. Philistines. Uh, and anyway, it was just a general big gaming convention, whatever. Um, I bought some cool artwork. I think I forgot to tell you about it. Oh, you did buy some artwork. Yeah, yeah, I bought I bought some sick uh, uh, Ocarina of Time themed, like sort of shadow box art, where it's like a diorama oh, yeah, almost. Yeah, okay, um, okay. In in like a deep set frame. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Very cool looking, and I bought four, one for me, one for my two brothers, one for my dad, because we all played it together when we were younger Aww. and uh, you know Hanukkah's coming up to in a little bit and Aww. I'm gonna like you know fancy it up a little bit with my own flourishes as well oh no no don't do that I mean yeah that sounds great I'm an I excellent I gonna say artist but yeah maybe better yeah creative uh, we'll see how the execution of it is anyway this is what this is the event that Canada Cup was in for the first time Mm-hmm. So at this bigger event, finally a conventionish kind big old of thing. convention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, naturally conventions have their own rules in terms of how what the hours are and, and the like. And as the organizer, you're no longer the organizer of Canada Cup. You're no longer the organizer of the whole thing. Yes, you're a cog. Yes. to some degree. I don't know how much authority he had or not. I can tell you, but it's not as much as typically uh, you do if you're running your own thing. Sorry, my expression has nothing to do with what David is saying. There's like a little gnat that's flying around on the TV screen in front of us right now, and it's, I want to kill it. Can't, but anyways, I can't help you on that. Yeah, okay. So, so anyway, in terms of what happened, um, there were, you know, I guess to start to sort of grow chronologically, uh, many brackets ran late, pools ran late. I heard about bracket runners who thought that who didn't know that you know winners go on one side and losers go on the left, and so yeah, like absolute the minimum okay, okay. knowledge, and so they kept screwing up brackets and many things had to be rerun. In fact, on stream, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure if I was commentating with you at the time, but there was a match that was a that was one game yeah, yeah, took yeah, place, uh-huh, uh-huh. Or one round took place at least, yeah, yeah. and it turned out that that was wrong. Yeah. Um. So so there was that. Some of the pools ran a couple hours late slash started way late. Um, some of the games did not get streamed at all until their mm-hmm, top eights. Mm-hmm. Some of the some of the top eight timings were unusual. Like Soul Calibur top eight was like nine in the morning Dude, or something heard, on Saturday. I heard some people were running the brackets and the bracket runner disappeared for half an hour. Okay, like so people weren't even being called to the matches and the bracket runner literally just disappeared and no one could find them for like half an hour. Okay, so some Bummer. people waited like three hours between matches and stuff like that. So there was definitely a lot of uh, really crazy things going on uh, there. Because it was a big convention and it was being run in a big convention center, you know, the Montreal, the, uh, sorry, the Toronto Metro Convention Center, uh, uh, it was full at one point. And so people could not enter. 
Yes. Right. So, so there are people who wanted to play their pools, or who just wanted to go outside and get a bite to eat. And when they were trying to come back, they were not allowed in until enough people left that they could come back in as if it were a crowd. I club. actually uh, on Saturday morning, I didn't have to commentate until like I think it was like one o'clock or something like that. And um, uh, no, it was it wasn't even till three. Okay. And so I woke right. up late. I went to go eat lunch, and I'm sitting there eating lunch, and then Hanzo sends me a message. All of a sudden, like, James, can you get here now? You might not be able to get inside the arena because we need you here now. And I was like, what the hell? So, yeah, I, I managed to get in, but it's yeah. crazy that that happened. I so. talked with some people who were inside but knew that if they left that they might not be able to get back in who were hungry, wanted to eat, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. didn't want to leave as a result. I mean, yeah. there was food in the venue, but, you know, it's like con food. It's, they wanted to go out and have some Toronto stuff, which is really good. I had some of the con food there. Oh, man, it was not good. Uh, you know, it's just regular con food. Uh, I wouldn't say it was, like, worse than, mo- than most. Uh, right? Did you have some as well? I had a falafel sandwich oh, that okay. I thought was edible. I had, like, a chicken teriyaki, which was not. Okay, bummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, let's see, I'm just trying to go in my mind in the chronological order in terms of what, what happened. I guess then you get to Sunday. Well, there, there was just a lot of problems, a lot of things happening, you know, difficulty running brackets and everything like right. that. I even heard, like, the ST guys had to run into a lot of problems as well. The team tournament was supposed to run and finish on a certain day, and it didn't finish, and so it had to bleed over, and eventually right. it was supposed to be finished on Sunday, which it didn't even do. It got finished at the after party. Right. You know, so there was a lot of scheduling issues even during the course of uh, Friday and Saturday as well. For sure. Uh, And then Sunday came around and it seemed like maybe things started a little bit late, but um, the worst, well... I mean, the, 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 the biggest problem with Sunday as well was, I mean... Dragon Ball was scheduled for two hours. Tekken was scheduled for two hours. The blocks were literally two hours. And in fact... Super Turbo was supposed to be scheduled for its own time. We were supposed to commentate Super Turbo, (laughs) and we couldn't commentate Super Turbo because it got scheduled at the same time as Street Fighter V, so all of a sudden we couldn't do that. But two-hour block for Dragon Ball, I mean, you got to schedule that thing for like three and a half hours at minimum, right? a slog. Like, yeah, so Tekken three hours, Street Fighter three and a half hours, four hours, or whatever like that. You gotta make sure, so. Yeah, yeah. no, you're, you're right. But then uh, we found out that the venue would be closed and power shut off at a certain point. That point was, I originally heard, was gonna be 6. Mm-hmm. I then heard it would be 6.45. Yeah. Luckily, that didn't actually happen, but yeah. they, they did uh, run a bunch of the matches for Top 8 and Street Fighter Five off stage, not it, just off stream. It started at 5. It started, yeah, it started two hours late. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they ran matches off stage. None of it was streamed on Capcom Fighters. Uh, it was all recorded, so, I mean, it'll all be out there. And it was also apparently broadcast to the Japanese stream. Yeah, and, and the Wi-Fi did die at one point in time. It came back. Die. It came back, but it did right. die at one point. The, the so. screens actually, the, the big broadcast screens actually died at one point. So yeah. the, players, the players' monitors never did, but the, the big, like, everybody can see uh, it kind of screens did die at one point. And then everyone ran up to the front and huddled yeah. around the stage just to see what was going on. Correct, so. correct. This was not even with taking breaks, by the way. The, the, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. There, were, there were no uh, commercial breaks during Third Strike. Mm-hmm. which was d- directly before SF5, because they were trying to speed things up. So, I mean, it was not a question of, uh, you know, commercial breaks taking too long. It was right. 
you know, it was organization. A of, it was and, a, and and Justin making top eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, lots uh, of timeouts. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, again, a lot of stuff happened off stream, or off stage in, entirely. Well, and off stream, mm-hmm, therefore. Mm-hmm. So, a bunch of issues. Uh-huh. Yeah, they had to take apart the English stream station because they needed the machines so that they could record the off stream matches. Right. So I that's heard... why we are not we did not get a chance to commentate it. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So so we could not have commentated it for sure. However, I do wish that if there were a clean feed that they were sending out to the Japanese stream that they had sent it out to somebody on Capcom Fighters as well. Yeah, I know. Like I don't right. know why you couldn't have done both. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was some technical reason for that, but it doesn't seem like it to me. So yeah. anyway, there were a lot of issues, a lot of issues, um, and I don't think that it's ne- sort of neatly assignable to one party or another. You have to, uh, of course, think about the fact that EGLX, which is the bigger tournament, a uh, bigger convention that the tournament was in, set rules that were not fighting game tournament friendly rules, mm-hmm. right? Way too little time on a Sunday, mm-hmm. right? If there's any day that like an FGC tournament takes the longest, sometimes it's Sunday. Like, think about Evo, which is straight, like, it was like 8 a.m. to midnight <laughs> right, on uh-huh. Sunday. For five, for, for four, five games, Five right? games, five yeah. games, yeah. Um, so that can take super long. So that was, that was bad news. The fact that it was inside a convention that had a whole bunch of other things going on, and so it was full, was another thing. Um, it wasn't even super full. It, oh, the, the convention, the whole convention yeah, yeah, yeah. center. But the fighting game section was packed. Like it was, it was super like packed. no, sta- it was like standing room only. There was just people oh, yeah. in the back that were just chilling back over there. Oh so. yeah, it was always the most crowded mm-hmm, part of the whole mm-hmm. the whole place for sure. Uh, so anyway, obviously there's there's issues with EGLX um, and how it runs things. Right. That said, I and as much as I like Lap and have known him for many years and the other people involved with it. Clearly, there were a whole bunch of organizational issues when it came to how Canada Cup ran things. Its scheduling, some of the bracket organizing just seemed not to be good. I forgot to mention this. Some players uh, were assigned to play pools, two pools simultaneously, or multiple pools simultaneously. because of multiple games. Multiple games that they had entered. And also, Dragon Ball Fighters and Melee Top 8 were to take place at the same time. Mm. So I heard that Leffen dropped out of Melee as a result. Yeah, I heard some stories that some of the bracket runners didn't even really know what was going on. So someone was like, I think Leffen or somebody went up to him and was like, I have to play two games at the same time. And the bracket runner actually said, okay, so pick one to get DQ'd out of. Right, I heard that as well. And it's just like, you can't even do that. I did hear that that guy ended up getting it solved. Oh, really? Whoever that was said that it was okay. Okay. But um, anyway, that's... That did occur. They did have a 24-hour, they announced a 24-hour venue, but that was at the hotel, which was not right. at the But the first day, they shut center, it down. And it didn't happen anyway the first day. Yeah, yeah, the first day they shut it down because apparently they didn't get that established. So one of the things is that that early shutdown day on Sunday, apparently LAP you know, was surprised by e- EGLX a week before right. the tournament was like, hey, by the way... Um, you were shutting down at this time on Sunday, right? So that one, that's a surprise from EJLX. But at the same time, as the tournament organizer, that, there should have never been something to be surprised about in the first place. That should have been in the contract you would think, yeah. ahead of time, right? So if you're a fighting game ter- tournament organizer, you've got to make sure that when you book a venue that they are going to stay open for a certain time. Or you have to know the hard cutoff time. And if you find out what the hard cutoff time is, you'd better make sure that you do some fancy scheduling like 8 a.m. start time, et cetera, et cetera, you know, and just make sure that you had all the time. So, 
it was a it was a bad situation. It was a bad situation. It was a bummer. Um, yeah. So so again, obviously EGLX some problems. Canada Cup the way that it ran things, obviously problems as well. Um, with respect to the stream on Sunday, like I said, I really wish that at least the clean feed had been sent out to Capcom mm-hmm. fighters as well as to uh, the Japanese stream for them to restream. Uh, I don't know why it couldn't have been. So um, I feel like basically everybody screwed up involved. Mm-hmm. Like it was all the parties. Yeah. Bear I, at least a little bit of the blame for uh, some aspects of it. Some, of course, more than others. And without the screw up of one party, maybe another party doesn't have to screw up at all. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, some decisions were made that I think were not the best. Yeah. I mean, at one point, it's like, I don't know. I don't want to sit here and say this, but I mean, I was saying this at the event at the time because I was just really salty and kind of like frustrated and yeah. stuff like that. Because like I said, we didn't get to commentate Super Turbo because we were going to do Street Fighter Five. Yeah. We ended up doing neither. That's true. <laughs> right? So if we weren't doing Street Fighter Five, we could have did Super Turbo. And so I'm actually kind of a little bit frustrated by that. I would have loved to have done because Super Turbo Tournament Legends uh, Finals is over there. Super awesome. David Babona, who was on our chat last week talking about it, got all dressed up mm, and might nice. not have even have been able to, uh, to 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 reward the, the the. He was scared that we were going to run out of time, and he wasn't. Yeah, even he had. To... There was a cool belt, right, that you win for winning the Tournament of Legends, and he had dr- got dressed up to award right. the belt on stage, but then he wasn't sure if he'd have time. He ended up working out on that. I didn't even know there was a limo. What the heck is the limo all about? Oh yeah, yeah, there was a limo from one of the from the Marriott, I think, to wherever the after party oh, was. I think okay, that was last okay. year too, but okay. we missed it. Right. Um, we didn't, neither of us went to the after party. Right, yeah. Um, but, I mean, so the whole situation is, like, I, I kept saying this when I was there, but I, I just, like, you can't team up with other esports group organizations or something because they just seem to have a very different mindset about how things go because fighting game tournaments run long, et cetera, et cetera. Right. EJLX, you know, they just put the fighting games in the corner where I felt like there was a lot of, like, random spaces for, like, weird things going on yes. over there, right? Like, there like was... I'm talking about, there's literally some game. I, I try to pay attention to video games and esports. I've never seen this game. And it had four or five players on a team and there were commentators, and it was done up. Right. And there was no crowd, and nobody was sitting there. I don't think there were even chairs set up, Dude, to be honest. Th- there was one part of the floor that was taken up just by this little, like, uh, Nerf gun obstacle course thing, army thing, just for kids to run around and shoot at each other with darts, which is cool, but still. That's right. You mean? Do you mean there was, like, a, was a little, uh, the, like, not a cage... It was like like plastic see-through walls and like kids were running around cage, there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they were just like shooting Nerf darts at each other and stuff. I mean, there was a lot of things going on um, over there. And honestly, the fighting game community was really squashed into it the was, side. Now, was. Smash was a little bit off a little bit to the stage next to us a little bit as yeah. well every once in a while. But then there was also other games being run there. And yeah, that stuff. wasn't exclusively Smash. But I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's, I'm glad that Smash had a little bit more room. But for the... For the uh, pools matches, they were just as scrunched as everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that wasn't any better for them, it seemed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it was it was a very disappointing tournament. You know, my our history with Canada Cup has been good the whole time. I mean, mm-hmm. from and I and I, I thought maybe I had misremembered. 
maybe you know our role is so unusual that maybe we don't experience what the other right, players right. experience. I asked a bunch of people, like, how has it been for you previous years? Mm-hmm. They, everybody said it's been great. Dude, two years ago, Canada Cup was my favorite event of the year. Yeah. Like, when we do the Ultra Chain Awards, that I oh, actually okay. listed it as my favorite event of the year because, like, the, 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 um, the ST stuff was so fun. You know, I got to commentate that. I got to do Vampire Savior and all these other things. And Canada Cup has always been a really fun event. The after party has always been really fun and everything like that, right? But, you know, I, I don't know. Like, part of me just wants to get all mad at esports and stuff like oh of course the first year we team up with this esportsy thing it all goes yeah. to pot but you know like hard hard to really you know blame it on that only only you know cuz yeah. if you are going to work with EGLX and you know you don't have that control you've got to make sure that you have everything established well ahead of time in the contract and such so i i do agree with you and certainly i think that there were other issues as we said but, yeah, I have to say that I think that, that joining up with some bigger organization did not work out. Mm-hmm. And when I've seen other, other companies try it, other or- tournaments try it, I feel like it typically also hasn't worked out. There's been some issue like this. Not enough chairs, not enough room, the <laughs> See, schedule's the weird. The very first time we teamed up with a esports organization when with evo 2005 i think it was when mlg joined us they squashed us all into the corner right. of the room. i mean i was there i distinctly remember playing visant in super turbo and we were sitting next to each other and literally the people behind us playing were maybe this far away like yeah. like their chair was like right yeah. there it was like everyone was like squashing around and that's before we blew up Mm-hmm. And that's how crowded we are because mm-hmm. they threw us all into the little corner over there. Like every single time we team up with an esports kind of bigger thing, we always get treated like a sideshow. And it's always kind yeah, of like a. That was our experience part. at MLG, like when MLG ran thing. I don't mean when, when you were there for like um, Mortal yeah, Kombat. Injustice and, and Mortal like Kombat, yeah, whatever yeah, the game was uh-huh. at the time. I think it was Injustice 1. Um, no, I guess it was MK9 as well. Anyway, yeah, there were issues there too. I just, I feel like that's been the history of joining up with some larger organization uh the fgc is so unusual you know it's it's so grassroots there's Mm -hmm. it's difficult to find another community or industry that's doing the kinds of things that we're doing in esports and competitive gaming that is as grassroots and and sort of uh has its own set of requirements than the fgc does you know we're we're a little bit unique so yeah i feel like the fact that there was a partnership with this larger group is was a a big factor in why there were uh, mm-hmm. were these problems. Yeah, because I mean it's it's funny too because these other esports it's weird. It always happens this way, right? The other esports get given all this space and do all the stuff, but the fighting game community always has the biggest draw and always has the biggest audience. Like by far, I felt like it. Well, there was a big stage. There sure. was a big stage on the other side, the that, main that stage. That was over what there. I was talking about, where there were people watching like celebrities play Mario Party. Or right. Yeah, so yeah, was, yeah. You know, uh-huh. I definitely heard like Mario Kart stuff going. Yeah, on Mario there, Kart. Like it's, it was like that. that kind of thing. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, like yeah. tournament games. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, that's so now the question comes down to is you know what does this mean for Canada Cup? Right. We've seen this happen so many times before. Right. When an event gets a bad year like this, it's almost like the death knell. It can right? be. Like, I feel like I've rarely seen events come back from 
having this kind of a bad experience. I think maybe CEO, one of the only ones, because there was the one year that was super crowded and super hot. Remember that? And, sure. they, and they fixed a lot of that stuff the next year. Um, final round, for example, got, you know, I, I feel so bad for Larry. Yeah, you know, didn't work out. He, and the worst part about it is, like, this is a great example right there. Final round. Definitely had some problems for several years in a row. A lot of people complained. And then finally one year, everybody just kind of like, you know, dumped on it at the same time. And then he fixed all the problems the next year. The next year felt great. It was in a convention, you know, it was in a convention hall. It was spacious. It didn't have a lot of problems and stuff like that. And it just never recovered from that. You know what I mean? So, you know, at this point, the question is, can Canada Cup recover from this kind of a situation? Or do you feel like... Uh, this 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 could be one of those death nail situations because it's been successful all the time. Yeah. Last year had the quackbot situation, right? I, yeah. So, but that wasn't Canada Cup's fault at all, That's, right? Like relatively whatever. Yeah. So, but I don't know. What do you think about what's going to happen this year? Yeah, I would expect fewer people to go next year. I would also expect that it'd be much better run because, as we said before, there's Canada Cup's been well run. Mm-hmm. That hasn't been. An issue to my memory, and I asked other people as well, and their experience had been the same, that uh, it's been good in the past. So I think that it, I do expect that next year is going to be smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also, you know, Lapchi apologized at the end of the tournament on stage. He then said that he would have more to say about how they screwed up mm-hmm. and what they would do better next time uh, yeah. in the future. Um, and, and as long as they do announce what they're going to do differently for the next year and as long as they do carry that stuff out I would expect that in a couple of years a lot of people would be back yeah, yeah, yeah. because again you know you got the, the old history then okay it's everything's fixed from this from this year that, at that point there's not much reason I feel to to ignore it anymore right um, that said this this next year in 2019 I, you know I don't know if it can re- reasonably be maybe a premiere maybe it can be a ranking event or something like that it's just I feel, I feel like if you're, and again, you know, I really like the guys involved. It's just that I feel like there's probably got to be like some organizational, uh, some 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 thing that comes sort of from Capcom, from Namco, and so and so forth, that tries to force a change. Right. I mean, honestly, I I just feel like the EGLX experiment didn't work out very oh, clear, well. Clear, I mean, clearly so, not. Right, yeah. Uh-huh, so. Clearly not. So so ho- hopefully next year, either they're not with them, or if they are, it's a very different situation which, with a lot more control on the on the mm-hmm, FGC mm-hmm, side. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, what I, what I also think is that maybe they tried to uh, sort of grow too quickly. And that, that might sound silly if they ended up having less space, which they did. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But... You know, uh, there's a big trend in esports to get big fast right, right now. That's the larger yeah. esports world, and I don't think that that's something that works in the fighting game community. I'm not convinced that it works in the larger esports world right, long term yeah, either. Yeah. By the mm-hmm, way, but mm-hmm. I, d- I definitely don't think that it works in the in the FGC. So if you're trying to find a situation that puts a lot more money into what you're doing, right. um, if that's going to give you more exposure, that's right. great. But I don't think that it's going to be something that. Uh, actually makes a positive impact. Right. And, you know, some people in the chat are mentioning this, and I was about to mention this myself. Uh, a lot of events have had bad years and never lost premier status. That's true. So I really don't think that Canada Cup's going to lose premier status next year. You know, it's definitely a, a black guy there, but I feel like, you know, uh, most uh, Capcom usually seems to give an event like one extra chance unless well, it's something when, massively uh, egregious, right? Remember when so. East Coast Throwdown 
had some bracket floating stuff and well, they were taken off of the tour that oh that's right yeah, yeah yeah they were they were just removed from being a ranking event right they one weren't year. a premiere or whatever. but then they that were back existed then. but then it's, it's back now it is so. but it was a year off right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i mean the thing about it is canada cup has always been very premiere worthy sure because it had always established itself as one of the major international events as well because of the team tournament that he used to do right for sure he used to do the team tournament fly out all the koreans himself fly out all the japanese players with his own money and stuff like that and so, you know, like the Super Turbo stuff, there's so many, like, this is the first year that a bunch of those players came out. Like, yeah. we saw Komoda here in, in the United States and everything like that. So, I mean, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Obviously, the attendance will probably be a little smaller yeah. if Lapchi says, hey, comes out and says, look, uh, we're not teaming up with EGLX next year. We're going back to whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or says we're going to team up with EGLX, but this year I'm going to make sure we get more space and that we're going to have the time to run the events, etc. We're going to make sure we don't have the same kind of problems. Because honestly, I felt like a lot of the problems were the schedule and spacing provided by oh, EGLX. Oh, yeah, of course. Right? So a lot of the tournament brackets running late, etc., etc. And even the two-hour block for Dragon Ball, I'm sure he had more time scheduled for that. But then when he found out they had to shut down at 6, he probably just condensed everything on that day. And Probably so. So, you know, I just, if he but, can know. say that, you know, then, then you know, hopefully it'll come back, you know. And, and hopefully people will go back to it. I, I'm still sad that final round... This past year was so poorly attended because I thought this year's well, final round was great. You this know? year, it was definitely an improvement. Um, there's too many events for that to happen. There are too many events now. Even if you're just in eastern Canada, there are three, right? There's, at least that I know of, there's this one, there's Toryuken, and then there's Montreal Dreamhack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, for all I know, there's more. I don't know that well. but uh, uh, And it's not like such a schlep out to ECT either. So it's... If you're even if you're just in that area and you have like one or two that you can go to next year, are you going to go to this one or are you going to go to one of the other two or three? Right. Uh, and and every part of the country has that. Every part of the country of the of the continent ha- has that now. Um, I mean, obviously, there's some areas that don't have anything. I'm sorry, Saskatoon. There's not you know, but <laughs> but, I mean- but but the but the point is that there's in general so much more choice now that if a tournament doesn't do well. You have other things that you can do as a player. Right. You're not stuck with one of four or five anymore. But it is the only premiere. It is well, the Dreamhack, only premiere. Montreal Dreamhack was. Oh, that's true. Montreal Dreamhack was a premiere as well. Okay. I, and plus another thing too is I, I really do think that, you know, fighting games... <laughs> I'm just saying, Saskatoon's out there. That's all. It's your favorite city, right? <laughs> I'm saying it's your... I've never been to Saskatoon. But um, look, the... I'd uh, love to. The, um, Canada has a great scene. There's a lot of players out sure, there. They dude. did really well in the tournament as well. So, you know, I, Definitely. I, I feel like taking uh, one of these... I mean, Montreal was... DreamHack Montreal was... I mean, if I had to pick which one of those two to stay as a premier next year, I would probably pick Canada Cup, to be honest with you. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> we were at both of them, okay? And let's talk about uh, fighting games as an aftermath okay, no. in DreamHack Montreal. Yeah. yeah, as an afterthought, I should say. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we can talk about that. So uh, we never really got into that. Uh, but, you know, uh, 
again, look, uh, same thing with Larry, same thing with Biggie, same thing with everybody who's had, you know, Vae, Jabaley, everybody who's had a bad event. They always come back and apologize and try to make sure they do better the next year. So I, th I don't think that Canada Cup should suffer any major blows. Though if no, somebody said, you know what, I had such a terrible experience, I'm not going back, don't go back. Wait until it proves itself again yeah. for you to want to go back, and that's fine. I said that's fine. So yeah, I mean, Mont I expect Montreal's not trash. I liked Montreal. The city of Montreal is Montreal's, great. And actually, I really love Toronto. I, oh, it's I great. really enjoy the city of Toronto. So, yeah. For sure, for Montreal sure. Montreal and Toronto are both really, really cool places. So. Absolutely agree. Yeah, yeah. No, no complaints about the cities or the areas or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, my expectation is that fewer people will go to Canada Cup next year, even if there is, you know, a big apology and a promising of what to do. Uh, but if whatever is promised gets carried out, and I would expect it to be, because I, you know, in the past it's all it always has been good. Uh, then I think in two years it'll be it'll be fine. But yeah. I do expect next year to be a little rougher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but um, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think we should? Do you think FGG should just? avoid these esports big giant esports convention things do you think it's we should stop teaming up with the EGLXs and all these and the Dreamhack I don't know about stopping it entirely but I would I definitely don't want to have a big major event that's been successful in its own right uh, latch onto something else that takes it down a peg right. that was bad news mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so, you know, uh, I think, I, yeah, like I was saying, I think that, that there's a trend in esports to grow too quickly and that maybe that can be, um, I mean, it certainly, it certainly is like a seductive thing if you're the organizer. Mm -hmm. You want to grow fast. You want to get a lot of them. I get it. Right. Uh, but I, I do think that there's, in the, in the FGC context, that's uh, riskier. We're so, we're so long established. You know, we have such a long history and, and culture that's not, you know, being run by uh, other outside organizations or even as part of one. Um, that yeah, I, I think that it's it's harder to make that stuff work in a, in a fighting game context. So, hmm. yeah. Well, uh, like I said, if we do end up with EGLX again next year, if Canada Cup does end up there, I hope there's definitely a lot more awareness of what's going on. You know, in terms of you know, scheduling in terms of floor space and stuff yeah. because definitely need more floor space. And yeah. look, I mean, frankly, even though Canada Cup is new to EGLX, like they, sh Canada Cup should have gotten the, the big main stage area. It definitely had the most people watching it. it oh, yeah. Had the loudest audience and everything oh, like that. So, you always. And so it's just always funny to me how like everyone always treats that. Because the thing about it is, so much of I think normal esports is I don't know it's, it's weird to say because obviously for stuff like LCS you can fill up like Staples Center and stuff like that extremely right? popular but, yeah. but like just when it comes to something like this like DreamHack Montreal I just didn't feel like there was anybody watching anything over there you know it was yeah not even other games too yeah it was really yeah, weird it was weird for sure yeah 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 any case so <laughs> yeah at DreamHack Montreal there weren't a ton of people watching Street Fighter there weren't a ton of people watching Starcraft there weren't a ton of people watching... Um, Super nice dressed up Majin Obama. <laughs> yeah, on Shadowverse. And then what was uh, what was the shooter that they had? Um, COD? CSGO? No. 
Okay. Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six. Um, anyway, there weren't a lot of people watching any of the things, but yeah, it, it just it wasn't just, that many people It feels people like there, weird because, so. like, whenever you go terrible to the, when you go to those events and you and you, and like I said, those 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 the, the big collaboration events like that. I don't feel like people go there to watch those esports. It's only like at the LCS, like the big LCS, you know, or the big. But uh, fighting game community, I still feels like is more of the people are willing to travel there just to watch. I don't feel like people travel to watch the other. Oh ones as no, much, I think that's right? just in the context that we're talking about. Um, okay. For other games and more dedicated ways, people travel giant distances, and a lot of them do it a lot. Right. So I, I don't think that that's fair to say. But in in a DreamHack context, or maybe in an EGLX con- context. Where there's other stuff to do there uh, that does, in my experience, it has been like that. Yeah. It's just been, I don't know if that's... Right. I mean, obviously, if it's like an event just for that, right, like the Brooklyn Beatdown, right, obviously there was a lot more people to watch CSGO than there was for people to watch fighting games. Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. But but in those big DreamHack-ish EGLX kind of things, it doesn't feel that way. Yeah, that's true. That's my experience, at least. Uh, and yeah, there was there was no Brooklyn Beatdown SF uh, this year. It yeah, was just sad whatever they did. Yeah, it was just know. CSGO. CS, yeah. yeah. So anyway, it was a big bummer. Uh, by the way, we weren't the only people who were disappointed. Talked with a lot of players who were disappointed. Talked with uh, people on the organizing side who were disappointed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody seemed like they were disappointed. Uh, nobody thought that it went how they expected it to. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like I said, that was on the organizer side as well. Uh, they were uh, upset. For sure. So, and and with, with a history of doing good jobs, I gotta think that next year is gonna be better. I'm looking forward to seeing what they say in terms of what their plan will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expect it to be good because it's been good in the past. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully the you know they can bounce back. It'd be nice if they could. So. Yes, definitely agree. Yeah. So, but uh, as for results, do you have the results? Up? I got the results. Okay. You can bring up the results. So, a bunch of stuff happened there. Yeah, there were lots, lots of, of different games. Lots of really interesting results too. So agreed. Uh, it was the last CPT standalone premiere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a couple of the last chance things, uh, regional things. Uh, it was also the last Tekken World Tour event. Mm-hmm. Yes, but even though that was a challenger yeah. event, it was not a Correct. master event. Correct. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about Street Fighter Five. I guess I didn't watch it almost at all. Um, Street Fighter. The top eight? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know almost at all. Because I was basically pissed and uh, was just walking around talking with people about how they were also pissed. Yeah. And uh-huh. not many of us were, like, really paying attention closely. A lot of people in the audience didn't even know that matches were being played off stream and Correct. stuff like that until, like, partway through. They were like, it became what? obvious, yeah, right? Yeah, I was yeah. like, what's happening here, yeah. you know? And, like, I was even telling people, and they are like, what the hell? I'm like, I'm supposed to be commentating right now. They're like, why are you standing here in the audience? And yeah. I was like, because there's no stream, so, yeah. Correct. So... I can't tell you how good all these players play because I have no idea. I, I watched a decent amount of it. Okay. So I watched a decent amount of it. So. Okay, all right. Well, uh, it was stacked as possible, essentially. Eighth places, uh, well, just outside of eighth place, were MOV, Phenom, Alex Myers, and Problem X. So, you know, you got some. Yeah. High Alex level Myers there. played really Keep well this weekend. Well. Yeah. He, did, did you see? He bodied Nemo. I did. He, I did, he did something to Nemo, dude. I Ugh. did see that. That was pretty cool. Uh, then seventh places were REC Punk. He's newly on that team. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is it now? 
uh, REC reciprocity. Oh, I didn't even hear about that. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah, that happened last week or something. Reciprocity, huh? Reciprocity. It sounds like the word that you would use in a musical, like to rhyme with something. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to put it. Okay. <laughs> like, why would you use that word anyway? It is. It, it's yeah. a weird esports yeah, team uh, name for uh-huh. sure. Uh, also, by the I, way, steering wheel guy turned out to be a little less impressive than I thought. Apparently, there's just a pad and buttons on the. Oh, steering did you think wheel. he was literally doing this? I thought he was controlling something <laughs> with the steering <laughs> dude, wheel. Dude. That, that would have been, been super sick. crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, seventh place also was FD Haitani with Akuma. Fifth were FD Fujimura with Ibuki and Mago with Kami and Rashid. That's cool. I didn't know he made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, fourth place was CYG Fudo with Mika. Third was Echo Fox Justin Wong with Manat. Second was Douyu TV Shao Hai with Kami, and then the winner of the whole thing was Echo Fox Tokido with Akuma. Look, Tokido. So, uh, I think it was GTO Kira in the chat who actually posted up like all the first and second places that Tokido got, and it was this giant list, right? And then Derek Daniels, you know, bless Derek Daniels, is one of our great friends, Omni, uh, responded to me retweeting it. Was like. I kind of want to see the places where he did drown in pools because, yes. you know, I like to see the flow, ebb and flow, and see how impressive that is as well, right? So I went and listed all of them, right? Outside of three events, he was always at least, like, top eight or better or maybe ninth place. He was always single digits except for three events. Wow. Which was, like, 17th, and then there was one where he was, like, 44th and one yeah. that was, like, 39th or whatever like that, but... That total list was like half as long as the first list of all the first and second places that he had. Like, to say that this guy is not the most Crazy. ridiculous player right now is just, I don't even know what you can, like, how, no one can say anything at this point in time. Clearly, the best. Earlier in the year, I thought it was Fujimura, and he's continued to be very consistent as well, but nobody's doing it like yeah. Tokido is. And Nobody. a lot of people were asking too. A lot of people were typing, it was like, what is it that he's doing? Yeah. And and you were even saying at one point in time, he's like, he just must be seeing like the matrix, you know, like that. There's something else. He sees something else in the game that I haven't noticed yet. I really, I really think that there's just he has understood something about the rhythm of it, or the way the players play, or or the the game engine, or some just some other thing. And I don't know what it is, but I don't know how else you explain somebody so being so consistent. I feel like there's something mental. Because I mean, even, for sure, at least. There was a couple of those ones that he won super close rounds, and then they flash back, they show the camera on him. He just drinks his water. Yeah. It's like no change in facial expression, still kind of a smirk on his face. It's not even murdery face anymore, right. you know? And he just keeps going and doing things. Shoutouts to Sir Retro. Oh, Sir Retro. He, he's a. Uh, Did Tokido really say it was his favorite Street Fighter? That'd be cool. Uh, why was that scrolled so far down? Uh, but in any case, yeah, I feel like there's something that I don't know. Yeah, that guy is just kind of ridiculous at this point in time. He's he's a little he's a little crazy, and you know, a lot of people have also said tried to say you know Street Fighter Five is random and everything like that, and clearly it's not. Clearly, but two, even if it is a little bit volatile, one, a lot of that has to do with the fact that the field is so large and the field is so strong. And with that kind of a strong field and with that kind of breadth of players out there that you've never heard of and all of them are randomly good, that Tokido is getting first and second at this many events is sheer madness. You know who got 49th? Here's some players who got 49th. Uh, Sako. (laughs) Uh, Cool kid who made top 8 at Evo. Vanau. 
Jiwa, Shine, more. Jesus, that's crazy. You know, it was just a really, really strong tournament. Yeah, I mean, Akuma, Akuma's obviously a good character, but anyone well, yeah. could pick the character. That's not that's not the issue, right? Yeah, yeah other people uh-huh. play Akuma. Yeah. Anyway, good job to him. He's the best. What can you say? Mm-hmm. And, for uh, Tokido, it was... Uh, I'm sorry, for Shaohai, you could see how much it weighed on him that he didn't win. He dude, was after the tournament was over, broken. I walked around over there, yeah. and Shaohai is literally sitting in the chair doing this. Yep, literally head in hands. Like, his arm was back he didn't, we, we stood in, in front of him for probably 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until uh-huh. we didn't want to be like, hey, dude. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I tapped him? him on the arm. Did you finally? Yeah, okay. I finally tapped him on the arm just to say, you know, I gave him at least two to three hugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I was just like, man, that guy was broken, dude. That guy was upset. Upset. And, upset. you know, it's crazy. Uh, he, God, that grand finals was as close as you could possibly get it to be. So, um, yeah. man, I felt bad for Shaohai. I Shao heard Hai. it was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I felt really bad for Shaohai. I even tried to muster up some of my Chinese. And oh, like, yeah? How shinkua. <laughs> just means just like, oh, God. You know, just like so, so not frustrating, but just like, ah, you know, kind of yeah. like struggling kind of thing like sure. that. So sure. A little for clumps. I, I, I got my, I got my own words. <laughs> uh, Justin got third, which is pretty great. Man, his his play has really improved. Dude, in the past I, half year. I tell you, as soon as he picked Manat, as soon as he yeah. started Manat, I was just like, yeah, Manat was clearly the right choice. And then he got some combos and some mix-ups. Yeah, still not great. No, they're not still maxing. not Sako, but. Good enough that he's definitely able to win some stuff, dude. There was some crazy, uh, uh, the, the one timeout that he had against Shaohai on mm. winner's side of the bracket was the most ridiculous thing. I did see that. like, I was just like, they both ran away. They both thought they had the life lead. Right. That's funny. <laughs> one of them was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, man. Uh, good job, Magosan. That moment was from Canada Cup. Yeah. Hi, Magosan. Hi, I'm Ago-san. Nice to meet you. That was from Canada Cup. That's right. Mm-hmm. Several years ago. Uh, Smash Bros. 4. Super Smash Bros. 4 uh, was there. Uh, SDX won it. Anti got second. It's cool. I didn't get to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't watch it. I saw Anti even tweet out that he said he was done now. So now that he got second place at such a big event, he was like, yeah. I'm done. I'm just going to wait till well, Smash, Smash 4. Yeah, that's what yeah. he... That's what, yeah, he's he's going to take a month off. Yeah, he's not going <laughs> to... Well, I mean... I mean... It's <laughs> fine. Fine, fine. You know, okay. I mean, it's not so far now. Yeah. Uh, Mago is not really tall. I can definitely confirm that. Yeah. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee was won by Hungrybox. Second place was Duck, though, and Duck actually reset the Grand Finals bracket, sending Hungrybox mm-hmm. to losers, and he did that 3-0. Yeah. And I was watching during that time, because we weren't doing anything. So uh, it, was, it was good. He played really well. I was at an after party on Saturday, true story, and I ran into Hungrybox there, and I okay. was talking to him about some stuff. And then he was like, I was standing with a bunch of the Heads Up Daily crew and everything like that. We were sitting there talking, and then Hungrybox like, looked at me and said, you're, you're one of my favorite commentators. Aww. He was like, I want to commentate like you. He's like, you're so hype. He was like, even though you didn't know Melee at EVO 2013, he's like, you made that super hype, and I wow. really enjoyed that. You are one of my inspirations for commentary. So, Aww. Aww. That's very nice. Mm. Very nice indeed. Yeah. Um, Not yeah. on Saturday. That wasn't the official Canada Cup after party. That was a different after party. So... <sighs> 
Anyways. We didn't go to the uh, Fish Laugh first. Yeah, I only went to the one, like I said, on Saturday very yeah. briefly. So. Yeah. Uh, Tekken 7 was won by Nobi. Second place was Take. And third place was Abel Del Maestro. Yeah. Uh, fourth place was Cuddlecore. I watched the top four of that, and it was really good, although I'm no expert in that game. But I think it's so awesome that Abel Del Maestro is doing as well as he did because he didn't, he didn't like travel before just a couple of tournaments right. ago. Uh-huh. And, you know, in retrospect, you got to think that if he had been traveling, that he would oh, have made it for sure. The Tekken yeah, World the Tour way Finals that he for was sure. Yeah. He's super good. I mean, I think that's the reason why he came to Canada Cup. I think he just wanted to try to win it. And yeah. if he won it, I think he would have gotten enough points. Okay. But I don't think he did. He, so, yeah, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. He did not. Yeah. So he's not going to make it to the Tekken World Tour Finals, but he played like a champion, getting really good place. A lot of strong players there. He's so. going to the last oh, chance. Oh, he is going to the last chance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and Cuddlecore got fourth place so shout outs to her she she took out speed kicks on the winner's bracket to make top eight on winner's side so Dang. and speed kicks i think uh eventually got out in ninth place if i'm correct. not mistaken correct right? yeah okay uh i also heard on best of five earlier that because cuddlecore beat run it black uh-huh. run it black could have if he had placed higher gone ahead of jimmy j tran in the overall points and therefore <laughs> right. qualified yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh-huh. because cuddlecore beat him he doesn't qualify. Instead, Jimmy J. Tran qualifies. Yeah, so Cuddlecore, basically. And, you know, they were, as, as a tweet that I saw mentioned, they were on the same team at E-League. Right. So, you know, Jimmy J. Tran helping Cuddlecore. Now Cuddlecore just like, yeah. turning the favor. There you Pretty go. cool. So, yeah. yeah. Dragon Ball Fighters. Sonic Fox won it with Hit Bardock 16. But Grand Finals was with Kazunoko and... Uh, well, it was basically Sonic Fox. I watched some of that. But Leffen got third place, which I, I thought was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. He's always talking on Twitter about how he doesn't have competition over there in Northern Europe. Yeah. And uh, yet he's still doing super well. Yep. So impressive just, work. He's just a smart... I mean, look. He's a good player. I don't know. We'll get to the results later on. But some of these fighting game players, they're just geniuses when it comes to fighting games, right? Obviously, Soul Calibur Six results coming up next. Sonic Fox won that one, right? So what? Sonic Fox won Soul Calibur because he's definitely trying to get into that. But later on, I guess we'll just talk about it now. Well, before we do, uh, I just wanted to say that it, Canada did really well uh, okay, in the top okay. eight there. They did not get in the top four, but uh, they did get the latter half of the top eight. Okay, okay. Latter third, I guess. It's not really. But anyway, they got three out of the top eight. Um, and some of the players who didn't get in the top eight were like Super Noon and Moke. So, I mean, there were good players Dang. there who could have made top eight, but instead Canadian players okay, did. Okay. So that was cool. But just to kind of go with this whole concept of just some of these players are just ridiculously smart. So there's a Japanese player who came over here. Oh, his name began with a K. What was his Kindebu. name? Kindebu. No, not Kindebu. K- um, Kuni. Kush, Kusho, Ko- Kusumondo. No, no. Ah, shoot. He's, he, okay. What game are we talking about right now? So... He came here because he knew how to play Third Strike and was going to enter Sailor Moon because apparently he's one of the great best Sailor Moon players in Japan. Okay. Like one day before, like Thursday night or something like that. Kazunoko? No, not Kazunoko. There's a lot that start uh, with a K, Koshun, it turns out. Koshun, 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 that's the one, yes. He taught Xiao Hai how to play Sailor Moon like on Thursday. That was the first time Xiao Hai had really ever tried to play the game. He won the tournament for Sailor Moon. Yeah. He won the Sailor Moon. I thought that it tournament. was like Missing Person who taught him. No, it was it was Koshun and maybe Missing Person were both trying to teach him a little bit, but he never played the game until that week. 
And then he came and then he Love. won and beat Missing Person in Grand Finals. Love. Yeah. That is how ridiculous some of, some of these players are. Dude. Sure. They just like, as soon as they learn the game, they just, they recognize how to make it as cheap as dang well possible, you know, so. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty cool anyway to, to teach him. I mean, you know, you want good players playing your game and more competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think mm-hmm. that's, that's cool anyway. Yeah, so he definitely got the little tiara and he even did the little Sailor Moon pose or something like that. That's very so, cute. Yeah. Soul Calibur 6 was, as James said, won by Echo Fox Sonic Fox. Put Cervantes in a little bit of as well. Uh, I saw yeah. that it was going on, but since we were I, commentating SF5, I didn't get to watch. I'm going to go back and watch later. Yeah, I've definitely seen Xiao Hai beating a lot of people one-handed in KOF. CN does it as I've well. It I mean, a lot of the players in Asia are good at that because as... Combo Jack has told me is in China a lot of people smoke while they play. That's so. right, and Combo Jack does it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Combo Jack does he it. He can be- play one handed. He says that sure. he learned it because that's what he would that's do. True. He would smoke in Japan and China yeah. while he's playing one handed. You just don't want to stop playing. You just want to smoke, so you just do this, right. put it down, keep going. Right. That's why. So. <laughs> that's definitely what he said. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was cool. So, yeah. Anyway, Reptile got second with Nightmare. Um, I'd like to go back and watch because there was really good character variety in this. Mm-hmm, Cervantes, mm-hmm. Aswell, Nightmare, Siegfried, Sungmina, uh, Sophitia, which I'm going to continue to say, <laughs> uh, Voldo, Taki, Astaroth, and Shanghua were all in it, which is pretty wild. That's really good. That was all top really eight. Good. And Ivy was ninth place, etc. No Killick, though, huh? Yeah, but you know, it's at least the fun characters were in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Super Turbo. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Tournament of Legends, really awesome. So many players from Japan. And the craziest thing about this one is that last year and the previous year, Shogatsu, Kusumundo, Matsun came. I think they've been here. This is like their fourth year or whatever like that. Yeah. They got top three. I mean, you know, yeah. It was just they were just modding everybody, yeah. whatever here. Yeah, this the West year, sucks. Yeah, this year, Komoda showed up. Uh, the two guys, Fusuke and Nakano Sagat from CEO showed up again. Dude, right. they're just like, let's go back to the United States and play. Yeah, free money. Or, or let's go to North America. And then, like, Damn Die was there for the last chance qualifiers. Like, all these people showed up. This was a bloodbath because yeah. the results were everywhere. Dude, the, this is just telling you where this game is starting to get at this point. That the, it's just, it's, it's completely crazy. Like, the results are wild this year. Yeah, man. So. Uh, Killer Miller started off the top 32 by 3 0ing Kusumondo. 3 with a walk up super. And you know, it's like her like I, I said I said like Killer Miller has just the right amount of disrespect yeah. for opponents. Yeah. You know, that I felt like that that, that makes out a lot of sense. So the yeah. Honda Mirror can be stupid and random, but you know, it's not random when you're winning three zero. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that's that's exactly. emphatic so, when it comes to that. Yeah, but she three owed. She three owed him. Yeah. Did you see? I didn't actually watch this live. I saw a replay though. And when it happened, did you see Kusumondo's reaction? He was upset. Oh, was he? I mean, it seemed. Like, I don't know if it was like feigned or what, uh-huh, but uh-huh. he seemed upset. Oh, jeez. Like, like he couldn't <laughs> believe it. Um, but you know, nice job to her. She ended up finishing ninth, but that's yeah. not so bad because other people who finished ninth were Damn Dai El- and Daigo. She placed higher than El Trouble. She did. But El Trouble Matsun lost. Matsun got 13th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the la- the winner of the last two got 13th. Yeah, outside of top eight, Damn Dai, Daigo, Matsun, as well as people who've done great in North America like Crossed and uh And I I like when I saw Damn El Dai. Trouble wasn't in top eight, I was surprised. Though 
he did lose to a really good Vega player and he a oh, claw player I should say and he lost to Nuki so I was like oh Chun and Claw of course they're the ones that ended up beating him so um Morisaki Vega got seventh with Bison Orf also did with Ryu Komoda and Lord Jimmy Bones got fifth fourth yeah, was what Ultra a tournament combo. what a tournament for Lord Jimmy Bones man he said he played yeah. better than he's ever played before and played he, really well. he he actually doesn't think he's gonna do any better than than he w he just did at this event so yeah uh, Ultra Combo got fourth. Shogatsu yeah. somehow beat him, as well as other players, and he's basically, in my opinion, the best. With old Honda, I mean, old Honda's not like a bad character, but right. he has some matchups that are super bad, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, very mm -hmm, bad, mm -hmm. and he does such a good job in them. Yeah. Uh, Afro Legends got second with DJ and Boxer, and then winner was Suzano Nuki with Chun Li. Yeah, so Afro Legends still ridiculous at this game. Yeah. He's just he's ridiculous, and shoutouts to him, but. There you go, Nuki. He won it at CEO. He won the the lion's share of the seven thousand prize pool for the thirtieth anniversary tournament, and here he is taking Super Turbo here again Ooh. as well. This guy is ridiculous. Good Did you see that player. highlight clip of him going up against Daigo? Like he stunned him and then he threw him and drained off like a fourth of his <laughs> yeah, life. He got he got the upper bound of the random damage. Yeah. yeah I did. Well, actually, Flo actually tweeted out that NKI told him like twenty years ago that if you tech the throw with Ch against Chun Li, that it might end it like was at the end of your life. Like there's a chance it'll do extra damage and kill you, or there's like some weird glitch. And I had no, I didn't hear about that. So First time hearing that. I wonder if that's what happened there. Huh. So, because but Chun Li's throw does as much as a jab SPD. It it's just a does. Quarter life. It that's just how does. It goes. It's so yeah. Silly. Nuki versus Shogatsu is really good. Um, I don't think that old Honda versus Chun is as bad as some of his matchups are, to be honest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, in any case, yeah, he's an amazing player. Yeah, he just plays old Honda. I think just to play old Honda. I don't, That's uh, just his character. And, and honestly, Honda is one of those characters that you will jump between old and new, for, depending on the matchup. In my opinion. In in my opinion too, but I think that's a rare opinion, to to be honest. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, okay. It's okay. rare to see Kusumondo switch away. Yeah, it's yeah, rare yeah. to see Killer Miller do that. Shogatsu never does yeah. it. So I don't know. That's that's my take, but that might just be like a weirdo's take. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, anyway, BB tag also occurred. Kazunoko won it with Ruby and Gord, but FNM and James would translate this name as please, I believe. Oh, that's what we were saying. Uh, <laughs> that was your translation. Maybe. Uh, it was Mange Mon Pipi, which is a uh, translation for basically not very nice words. Uh, <laughs> with Waldstein and Tager. So the big boys got second place there. Silent Scope says that he caused somebody to switch. Was it uh, Shogatsu or Kusamundo? And why would he switch away from New Honda? Oh, he switched to New Honda to beat yeah, Cammy? Yeah, maybe. With that Shogatsu. makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. But yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, the big boys. Uh, I think that team's really good. But you know, I didn't get to watch any of the top eight, unfortunately, because we uh, were doing SF5 yeah. commentary. I mean, I think I think Waltager is super, super good. I've been saying too. I think it's top yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh, uh -huh. I do think so, too. All right. Uh, but third place was Ice Ninja. I just want to say, oh, uh, right. a lot of uh, female players at the tournament did really, really well. That's uh, for at sure. this tournament. So Killer Miller getting ninth in like one of the most stacked Super Turbo Tournaments 3-0 in Kusamundo. Yeah. Cuddlecore getting top four. Ice Ninja getting third place here. That's right. And in um, Smash 4... Oh, that's right. Supergirl's Kells. Supergirl Kells, right? Yeah, I believe so. I'm going to double check on that. But I think that's what happened. Okay, okay. Yep, she got fifth. She got fifth. So, yeah, a lot of uh, really strong performances by 
by the, the, the female FGC here this weekend. Yeah, like man. Stuff? It's great. I'm really happy to see it. Yeah. Okay. Um, third strike. It was the... So apparently Karina slash uh, Ice Ninja is the best player at Toronto's weekly at BB Tag. I believe it. She was doing super good. Too. Very good player, it seems, well. yeah. yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice to meet you, by the way. Uh, third strike. Seventh places were Ak Urian. So he's a Canadian player. He's also a male model. He's a male model, it turns out. Dude, uh, his hair was it. flawless, dude. Yeah, he's his a hair fellow. was ridiculous, dude. Seriously. Uh, also, Yuki, who's uh, an American player. Both of those guys have played in Japan um, with Yun and Ken. And then King David got fifth place with Ken, Chun, and Yun. And remember, he got third or fourth at Alpha 3 at SCR as well. So, yeah. Pretty good. Another guy who's like. Uh, Vanao got fifth. With Ryu, Frankie BFG fourth with Ken. Dude, he was playing crazy. Played very well, he was yeah. playing super well, super well. So agreed. Yeah. Um, third place was Susano Kuni with Ryu, uh, with Denjin. I should just say Denjin. It was a different mm-hmm. character. Vanao got fifth with Denjin also. Then second place was Graft MOV with Chun, and winner was Susano Nuki with Chun. Yeah, Nuki's kind of good too. Very good player. Kind of good. Yeah, that grand finals was so so good, yeah. man. The footsies in that Chun mirror, and especially how those guys played it. <laughs> one of them the more offensive player, one the more defensive. So yeah. they have like their own styles. Oh, what a good match! Yeah, and, and and to be honest, you know, I just want to address a lot of the, the, the commentary stuff. I, I I remember the first day I did the commentary, a lot of people were getting mad at me. I feel like a lot of that was just because I didn't know the players very well, so I didn't have a lot of the background information yeah. for them. There was a few things like I wasn't sure about some matchup knowledge. I wasn't sure if some combo was working. But honestly, like I still felt like I knew a lot of the crazy details in Third Strike because I've watched the, the hell out yeah. of that game a long time ago. So uh, I, I don't know. I thought Top Eight went really well. I thought Top today. Eight commentary went well too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought yeah. I thought it was good, but mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not for me to decide. <laughs> uh, it was it was really it's really cool to see that players have kept up the game and mm-hmm. not just have like kept playing, but they're they're really good. Yeah, yeah the, like there's the scene has definitely continued. It didn't didn't freeze. Yeah, one of the things that uh, that uh, Fantastic did mention though was that you know one of the, my problems is that I still probably do have 2007 tier understandings of Third Strike. And, oh, okay. You know, just like Super Turbo, the game has changed. Like yeah. if you haven't been keeping up, you don't know Fei Long is higher in the tier charts right, sure. right, and stuff like that. So, but I, the funny thing is a lot. Like, of what people, did you say? It is. I don't know. I'm not okay. even sure. Okay. Like people, because like I was even saying, like Yang is almost like third or fourth at this point in time. Because I know a lot of people are. It seems like too much, but he's yeah. he's a good character. Yeah. But the funny thing was like, um, oh gosh, what was I going to say? There was something I was going to say, but oh, never mind. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. But he's yeah. he's a good character. Because I remember talking about that to somebody before, and they're like, oh, Yang is like getting up there to like third. Because I kept saying that it was the Holy Trinity, right? Which was Chun, Yun, and Ken. Yeah. And someone actually told me one time, a third strike player told me that it was like y- Yang is getting up there. But it's probably just, yeah. you know, Hakan's top ten. You know, you know how yeah. people get idiots about it. Like, <laughs> well, when he's being, oiled up, he's the best character in the game. So, you know. <laughs> uh. Um, anyway, it was a blast to watch. And if, if anybody did watch it and enjoyed it, then please let Capcom know they are looking into maybe mm-hmm. doing more with Third Strike and Super Turbo and the Alphas next year. Yeah. But they want to see people's feedback first, see if there's actually interest in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So please let them know on any of the social medias 
that you'd be interested in seeing more? Because I would certainly like to see it myself. So Naughty Senpai asked me a funny question. James, are you allergic to cats? You're always sniffing and snorting at home, but never on tournament commentary. I am, in fact, <laughs> actually allergic to cats. How, why that, did you notice? That Amazing. Is, that is a really good call out, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I am 100% allergic yeah. to cats. Yeah, and I'm always taking allergy medication when I'm here at home. So, yeah, I'm, wow. I'm allergic to my own cats. It's actually true. I don't really snort, sniff it that much. At, at I don't even pay attention to it. I don't even notice. Man, I'm just too used to it. That's actually really funny. That's actually really funny. Good call. Good, Good call. call. So, yeah. Good call. Uh, anyway, please let uh, Capcom know if you are interested. By the way, people who didn't make top eight were like Justin, uh, Alex Valle. Oh, yeah. I don't think Ricky ended up playing. but. Um, oh, really? I thought she was in. She definitely entered, oh, but I'm not okay. sure if she okay. played. Uh, also, uh, Chirithi made ninth place, eliminated by Ack, unfortunately, for him. Mm-hmm. as a Canadian kill. Uh, although it was Toronto versus Montreal, so they have their own rivalry there. But Anyway, I thought that was really cool. Uh, Kazunoko won Guilty Gear. Glossal got second. Good job to Glossal. Yeah, of course. A lot of people were saying Kazunoko was probably going to run away with it, and I felt like Glossal was pretty much the only chance, really, to take him out. So. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Ultra Street Fighter Four was won by Bugera with Ibuki <laughs> and Dudley. Second place was Commander Jesse, who's listed as Dalsum, but I think it was he played just mostly Sakura. Sakura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Maybe he played Dalsum in the top eight. I didn't watch that. Storm Kubo Hugo, uh, Hugo got third. There was this one dude. Oh yeah, that's right. Mean Saltine got top eight with uh, Zengi. <laughs> uh, nice. This this one dude, Gentle Step, who played Sakura. Oh yeah, Dudley, he was good. He was super good, and I don't remember that name from. You know, Before. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. maybe he went by something else. Maybe I just didn't hear about him living in different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, I thought he was really strong. Mm-hmm. Then in Undernight and Birth, uh, Rick here won it. Was Klim there? Doesn't look. He's not with the top oh, eight at least. Interesting, because he's from Canada, isn't he? Yeah, but I believe Western Canada. Oh right, so it's just very far for people don't know traveling within Canada. Like sometimes it's cheaper to fly to the states and then fly back to Canada to get across Canada. It's kind of silly. <laughs> SF4 Sakura is definitely stronger than SF5 Sakura, <laughs> and also way less janky looking. Yeah, a little janky looking. But way yeah, less yeah. janky looking. I mean, the one thing that I will always say about Street Fighter Four when I go back and look at it now is that game is ugly. Yes, <laughs> I, we knew it at the time. That, we yeah, knew it at the time. yeah, but we just got desensitized yeah. to it. Honestly, we yeah. just got so used to watching it. But yeah. now that we go back, because I still remember when the first screenshots of Street Fighter Four came out, I was like, "Why does everyone look so ugly?" I know. Like, I remember the same thing. Why does Ryu look terrible? Why does Honda look so terrible? And then we just got used to it. It was like it looks better in motion, and da 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 da. And then we just got used to it. Five actually looks pretty dang good, and then we went back. We go back to four now, and I'm just like, God, four is ugly, dude. Some of some of the five characters are animated horrible, right? But their models are but still the models good. are all right, and I think in general the game is way nicer looking than SF four. Yeah, it's still not great looking. Yeah, yeah. SF five yeah. is not like some gorgeous game, okay? But SF four I think is probably the ugliest Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Right, at uh, least the Capcom developed ones. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm not talking about like EX. <laughs> Maybe not EX, like but, but the Capcom developed ones? Well, you know. <laughs> SF2 is not ugly? Are you Dude, serious? Dude, SF2 is amazing oh my God. looking. Oh my. Sprite animation. SF4 had an artistic direction? Okay, the ink trails. The ink yeah. trails, maybe. But okay, the- in, the, in the trailers? Is that <laughs> what we're talking about? <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> I didn't say it was. <laughs> wow. Oh man. 
I get what he means though. Like there was that ink theme stuff like that, whereas five doesn't really have any theme at all whatsoever. Yeah, but you know. Uh, anyway, uh, we're not talking about like the best looking games in either case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Third Strike is the best. Third Strike is the prettiest Street Fighter. Oh, without what question. A, what a, what a work without question. Art, is the, the, pretty, the, is the prettiest graphics, the sound. Oh. Still don't think it's the prettiest Gorgeous. Street Capcom fighting game ever. You're talking about Darkstalkers. A vampire savior. I think yeah, that's Darkstalker fair enough. Darkstalker series, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah, I mean, mine's a third, but I think that's... Yeah, I yeah. Second, maybe. Like, like it's, if I'm going to say Vampire Saver, it's like Third Strike right here. Yeah, you know, yeah, I just yeah. like Vampire Saver better because of the, it's just the craziness and stuff. No, I, like I get that. it. I think yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, so. uh, anyway, Sailor Moon S was won by Shao Hai. Second place is a missing person, as we had discussed. BBCF was won by Psychotic with Carl. KOF 14, guess who won it? Shao Hai? Correct. Oh KOF 98, guess who won it? That's right. Probably one handed too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't actually watch any of the team tournament, which is a bummer because that has always been such a big part of Canada Cup. But right. as we discussed, it was not really uh, viewable in the same way. So Team Japan won, won it, which was Tokido, Daigo, Gachikun, Fudo, and Fujimura. Jesus. Not a bad one. <laughs> there, was, there was a Team Japan 2. There were other teams as well. Second place was actually Team USA 2, which was Knuckledoo, CJ Truth, Cool Kid, Shine and 801 Strider mm. and third place was actually Team Toronto okay. which might be the best Canadian finish in one of these top fives yeah, they have I'd have to go back and look it up but I, that might be it Canada hasn't done well in these they have not they <laughs> definitely have not and that was Brutus with Geef Vast N with Vega Sabor with Urian LES with Bison and Cerroblast Ken yeah. it's listed yeah. as Team Toronto but I'm pretty sure Cerroblast is from Vancouver yeah 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 Okay. All right. Uh, that's about that. Anyway, you know, we talked about the issues with it. I hope next year will be better. Not too much to say about what we expect from next year because they haven't addressed that in public yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, one of the things that's actually coming to bear that I think is a, is a problem is, is something that I've worried about before. It's like I had a whole episode on this where I am actually kind of worried about the FGC because there's so many good fighting games now. Right, right. When you have this many good fighting games, you just run into the fact that you're never going to make all the communities happy. Someone's going to get screwed. And uh, in this case, most people got screwed. But like a lot of it is just because you have so many games to run now. You know, back when it was just like seven good games, eight good games. Like when you had ten good games, you know, and you're like, whoa, this is tough. But now it's like 15 games that legit all deserve like some real stream mm. time and stuff like that. Or, you know, 16 games. It's, it's, it's hard on tournaments. And I, I'm starting to think that some of these events have... Either just like they just gotta just drop some games at this point in time because trying to make everybody happy just makes nobody happy in a weird way. So it sucks. It sucks. I don't want it because the problem is the games that are gonna get dropped are gonna be like KOF 14 and stuff like that. And I don't want that to happen to KOF 14, but it's just I don't know what you're supposed to do. I don't know what you're supposed to do. I heard that, uh, uh, oh man, who won it? Um, I should have started the sentence after I remembered who it was, but I was so sure that I would remember it. Uh, Katana Prime won Injustice. Oh, yeah, that's wow. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't, I wasn't looking at James, <laughs> and then when I did, it was a shock. <laughs> wow. What an expression on your face. Um, <laughs> I was 
wasn't gonna say anything until you remembered. I was just not gonna Jeez. remove the topic. <laughs> I'm really glad I wasn't looking earlier too. That would have made me forget for sure. But I heard that there were 17 entrants for injustice. This oh, is the okay, reason I bring okay, it up. That okay. game's not doing well. Oh, that sucks, dude. That sucks. <sighs> well, I mean, uh, let's hope MK11 shows up at some point in time <laughs> soon. Yeah, unless they announce that it'll come out before Evo, it seems certain that uh, NRS is not going to have a game at uh, Evo next year. MK versus DC2. Oh, yeah, maybe. I think oh, that'd be cool. Oh, they could make it cool. Oh. That game was a pile of garbo, but they've been making good games. Yeah, so yeah exactly. It would be cool to see like, yeah, a good yeah. take on it. Yeah, it is kind of crazy how fast the game... I don't I don't want to say it's died, but I just feel like it might have just been like the NRS community is just so used to having a two-year lifespan for these games that they just burn out after two years or something like I think, that. I think that's a big part of it, but I also think that if, had, if this had been on the MK side of the cycle, mm-hmm. the delay, uh, then it would have been probably better because that game is just more popular. It just gets more players. Right, yeah, it, just, yeah. it always has mm-hmm. been that way. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. We, we've addressed this in the past. I like the game a lot myself. Mm-hmm. Some people, many people don't feel the same way. Well, most of the people who don't like Injustice are people who've never taken the time to learn it or play it. True, like but that, even right? within the community, there's, oh, okay, there's okay, a lot. Okay. There's a lot more uh, love for MK than for Injustice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, maybe um, if it had an art direction. I'm eating my fingernail. That's what I'm doing. I still bite my nails because I'm a stressful person, and that's just what I do. That's it for Canada Cup, I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let's talk about some other results. Okay. Well, the like the only one that I have is this uh, Thailand game show one, which was where there was a DBFC tournament. Okay, okay. Uh, let me get the results. Because it played, they, they had they announce, one. Now. How can they announce MK11? They're only on Mario Kart 8. What? <laughs> Tekken 7 there was won by Book, which is cool. It's pretty good, it seems. Um, what would you think if it was a Mortal Kombat game that came out, but it was team-based? That would be cool. Why not? Because remember they had that team mode in MKX? I do, in right? MK9. Oh, it was MK9 that had that. Yeah. What if they actually made a team-based MK? I, I played the team thing a little bit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Never super seriously. And it was very broken. Some of the assists right. were just too good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought it was fun. Right. Okay. That would be actually kind of cool. Yeah, why not? I think that would be sick if they did that. Because then, could you imagine if they made it so that there's like a multi-fatality based on the two people on your team if they're still alive and like they would actually do team-up fatalities that every pair is different or something? Dang. Like there would be some wild stuff going on in there. So, Yeah, no, I'll, Paul B is absolutely right. NRS has learned a lot of awesome lessons from MKX and Injustice 2. So I expect... Whenever MK11 or whatever that game comes out is, I mean Ed Boon's obviously tweeted out stuff like, "Oh look, this is the eleventh one of this," right, you know, right. and stuff like that. You know, I expect whatever comes out is actually going to. I imagine. Park, so. I just hope that the animations are good. Yeah. We'll see. Mm. Also, maybe have a soundtrack. Considering, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure yeah. the gameplay will be great. I mean, got to learn the lessons from NBCI too, right? I hope you so. Just make crappy music, and all of a sudden the game just is not as hype anymore. Dude. I hope so. Soul Calibur Six at this event was won at Thailand Game Show. Was won by TJ Sun Goki. Okay. Cool. I don't know what character he used. Then first place in the DBFC tournament, which was a radar event, was Nikki. Nikki E. Second place was CGP Alden. 
Now, I didn't watch any of this. However, mm-hmm. I did hear about it because there was an issue... Was this a ranking event? Or was this a saga event? Or? It was a radar. Radar event. I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. Radar event. Yeah. Okay. Um, the reason that I bring it up was that the... There was there was a head to yeah head to head setup that the players were supposed to play on that actually had one side of it being with noticeable lag, and that's correct. They flipped a coin for the laggy one monitor. One player had to play on the laggy monitor. Are you serious? Now, um, what I've read was that after a while of you know haranguing and being upset and and all that stuff I need that they finally just played side to side yeah i was about to say right why couldn't they have done that i i need to do that that puppet animation gif where he's just like (laughs) you know that one Uh i can't believe they did that yeah holy crap yeah crazy crazy uh shout out to shadow boy for the subscription dang yeah that's that's wild so I don't I don't know what the deal is with that. Uh, obviously, that's a terrible choice. Oh, you were it's, there at Canada Cup, Shadow Boy, but you were too shy to say hi. Look, we've said this. I a always hear that times. I'm very intimidating. I say this. I've 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 heard people say that. You're the one who told me. I wasn't kidding. You, yeah, you told me that from other people. Up, yeah, people. I'm just me. sitting there, so I'm happy to yeah, talk. But but, but uh, I tell everybody just make sure you come and say hi to us. Make sure you come say hi to us whenever you see us in an event. So. That's right. See, GTO Kira says James is a cool dude. James Said nothing is a cool about dude. David. I see. Nothing about David. See, I there see. you go. Okay. It's because everyone's scared that if you walk up to him, you're gonna fart on them or something like that, or like fart on their pillow or something like that, or, or wipe or wipe your your butt and put the tissue in their DS and stuff. What? What a terrible thing to say! <laughs> I can't believe you just made those things up. <laughs> I look bigger than I than I am on stream. Wait, I am bigger than I look on stream. So does the camera take off weight? I'm pretty sure it's supposed I know, to be right? <laughs> Eric Mann says you're pretty intimidating. Anyway, those are things that I have done in real life. Well, no, only with my brothers. It wasn't something. Those weren't all stuff you did. Some of them were just your brother, right? Or that's true. My brother's the one who wiped his butt and put the toilet paper inside my DS. That's the true story. <laughs> Well, uh, Sagaty has cheered, giving us uh, seven bits, so a woo to Sagaty. Well, oh, wait, what? We got seven bits from Sagaty. Oh, sick. Woo! Okay. Sorry, I was not paying attention. God. I was reading people's responses to my brother putting his poopy thing in my It's not dress. typical brother stuff. I've never had I don't that think stuff that, I got to tell you, I don't think that's typical brother I stuff. I don't think, yeah. Uh, I... T- that is definitely not typical uh, brother Gnarly. Stuff. Anyway, uh, after this dude pointed it out, Alden, on Twitter, the organizers of this event then basically ripped on him on Facebook and were very combative about it. I saw, I saw some of the Facebook posts. And it's all in Thai, so there were some translations that I hope oh, were correct. No. But they were, they were very, they were like mean about it. They were talking about how he was just upset because Nikki beat him. And he was like, I don't mind losing to a better player. Like that's not the issue at all. It's just that I it was a terrible situation, right? Yeah, which seems right. So I don't know what the deal is with that. But you know, speaking of events that should probably not be on whatever the tour is yeah. in the future, uh, definitely not. That's you know considerably worse. Mm-hmm. That's cause that's just like an intentional stupidity, right? It's not like sorry everybody we screwed up the scheduling or whatever. It's this is you have created a setup with laggy monitor and you forced people to play on it and then you ripped on them when you when they said that they didn't like like it's come on 
Wow. Okay. I I was not aware of this situation at all. So this is all catching me by surprise. Yeah, that's not a <laughs> it's not a good situation. I mean, I like the fact that Tekken and uh, Dragon Ball have gone out of their way to try to include smaller events all around the world so that they have more opportunities like in Latin America. Because certainly Capcom needs to do that for sure. Because Latin, yes, Latin America is woefully yeah, woefully underserviced in terms of Capcom Pro Tour. But you know, you gotta pick your battles and say like this one didn't pan out. Let's try a different one instead. So agreed, agreed. Uh, also, yeah, my- I, I have woken up to my brother farting in my face. Uh, he had no pants on, and <laughs> oh man. It was just <laughs> Jesus. Oh. You know, it's funny because like there was the one time I was sitting, It was gnarly. I was sitting in the car with you and your brother while you were driving. I saw, I saw his cheeks rumble. <laughs> oh, what a time. So, look, time. I was I was in the car with these guys. I think they forgot I was in the back seat because they just started <laughs> farting at each other like the entire time, and I'm just sitting there in the back seat, just like kind of going, mm. and uh, it explains a lot. Like honestly, I feel like growing up in that kind of childhood, you know, you just you just learn to you just learn to let nothing get to you at that point in time, man. So Jesus, yeah. <laughs> figure I'm unannoyable at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how much older is that brother? Oh, no, friend. He's seven years younger. Dang. He just caught me at just the right moment. So you didn't beat him up? I, no, I didn't beat him up. I mean, I don't think... We, we rarely, like, caught into fights. Because you're the oldest, right? Yeah. yeah, you are the eldest, right? Okay. Sometimes, though. But not very often. Man. Uh, anyway, that's it for events. As far as I know. That is interesting family. Shout out to T-Skills for the subscription. The Fartillery. Wow. Oh. I like that. Okay, I like nice. that. Good job, Swagenheimer. Nice. So. All right, anyway, that's enough about events. Let's take and a break. And whatever else we were talking about there. Let's um, take a break. I think we need to... Uh, Break some wind. I mean, I'm feeling just fine. Okay. I'm going to drink some water. All right. We'll be right back, guys, after this break and uh, with some more stuff. (sighs) Oh, jeez. Go to a break, please, please. Man, my little brother did some gnarly things in his day, I can tell you that. But, I mean, was it because you guys tortured him with so many of your own gnarly things that he just had to, as the youngest brother, kind of fight back and go to the extreme kind of thing? Maybe. Okay. (laughs) Maybe. I don't think we tortured him. You sure? (laughs) (laughs) You sure? I'm going to look at you in that same way again, dude. I'm going to look at you in that... Uh, to be fair, you opening your eyes and seeing me look at you that way is a lot better probably than the, than the cheeks, the rumbling cheeks <laughs> when you opened your eyes. One time we went to, we had a little pool party. There was a pool there um, nearby. And I don't even want to hear this. Okay, all right. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the pair testes. One of my friends went months. under the water for a little while and my little brother knew exactly where he was going to come up. 
<laughs> he had the little spigot out. <laughs> peed right, right on that spot. Wait, he peed right on his head into the pool. Yes, that happened twice. <laughs> <laughs> in two totally separate occasions. Oh. <laughs> Imagine being that friend. You just at my house, you know, trying to hang out, have fun. This wasn't even to a brother. <laughs> no. Why are you asking about my download speed, Hanzo? Why are you asking about my... It's just normal brother stuff, guys. Never had a brother. My download speed is very high. My download speed is very, very high, so... This is just normal, everyday Dude, me and my brother were never like this. In fact, someone was asking me and my brother how often we fought. Okay. And we could probably only count the, the us getting to physical violence maybe like two or three times in our entire lives. Because all we'd ever do was just argue at each other and we would just try to demoralize each other. Like we were just trying to like depress the other person to death, like really make them feel terrible about everything. Dang. Yeah, we were more psychological. We didn't, we didn't do that. And we, I feel like we only got in fights like certainly fewer than ten times, but maybe like five or fewer, like actual fights. And we rarely were were jerks in the like psychological sense, yeah. unless you believe that you know wiping your butt on somebody's pillow is psychological, <laughs> which you know maybe fair enough. <laughs> fair enough in that case. <laughs> oh Jesus! I feel like there's always has there's like a six month window. In which this comes back up again on the Tuesday show. It just like comes back up again. So, yeah, no. But me and my brother, because I, my brother was always really small. He was always short and skinny. He grew very, very late, very late, like after college kind of thing. Oh, finally, so I was always the same size as him because we were only three and a half years apart. So he had no physical advantage over me. Mm-hmm. So. Neither of us really ever went to fisticuffs. We just uh-huh. ended up yelling at each other and just trying to demoralize each other all the time. But the funny thing about it was, like, we always we started recognizing the demoralization tactics from mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. each other. So whenever someone tried to use one of those tactics, the argument devolved into, "No, you're just trying to say this to make me feel bad by using this tactic." And sure. I'll be like, "No, but you're just doing this. Now you're just..." Do-. And so the argument just ended up being not even about the argument it. anymore, and, and it was just kind of weird. So. Yeah. Well, I think that's gross. I mean, honestly, to be fair for people who don't know, my brother, my older brother, who's three and a half years older than me, we grew up best friends. We played, like, all the video games together. We played, you know, with our Hot Wheels He-Man Transformers and stuff like that. We lived with each other throughout college and, and you know, afterwards and everything like that. And I still see him for lunch almost every single day. So, you know, me and my brother are super close. It was always funny because when we were kids, we were always scared. We're like, man, once you go to college and once, you know, you, we become adults, we may ha- never get to hang out with each Aww. other and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And we still see each other. 
other like every day. So that's cool. Yeah. Oh, my brother lives hella far away, and he has two kids, so he's busy on his own. But he's been playing a lot of Mega Man Eleven for his kids and stuff like that. His kids are obsessed with Mega Man right now. Oh, nice. I guess there's a beginner mode on there that like works perfectly for the kid for his son right now because it's like infinite lives and stuff. Oh, like that's really that. cool. So yeah. Uh, he does sing karaoke, um, just he hasn't sung it in probably four, like years and years and years. In fact, he's one of the main reasons why I got good at singing was because he was good at singing. He was always on key. Oh, so my cool. brother was like the, the master of being on key and, and stuff like that. He doesn't emote as well as I do when I sing, but like we've definitely done like harmonies during karaoke and stuff like that, which is really fun. We used to always try to harmonize with each other. Uh, when we sang, so <clears throat> yeah, nephews are awesome. I don't see them enough, to be honest with you. They're not even that far away from me, but um, you know. Oh man, okay. I think my parents did a really good job of not having a favorite child. They was they did a good job. Of oh, that. that's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, my parents, one of the reasons why they, my parents stress me out all the time because they tell me that I'm their favorite child all the time. Oh, jeez. So. Well, you want to come back? Yeah, let's jump back. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Alrighty, welcome back to the Tuesday show. Nothing happened during the break and no stories were told. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, usually with the way parents treat their kids, I guess. I don't know. That's always one of the toughest things having to like you know, pick a favorite child or whatever like that. But I was the kid that after when I, when I got a job, I kept giving my parents money and stuff like that. So, you know, I think that was the reason why they liked me. So, you know, how Asian parents go. So, I've heard tales. <laughs> Welp, there have been a few characters, maybe two more accurately announced for their respective games. There's mm -hmm. not a lot of stuff going on this week. No, there, there, there really is not. There's not. You know, I forgot to look up all the FTC news because I was being terrified. What? Nothing happened, as I said previously yeah, when we came back uh -huh. from the break. Nothing occurred. Anyway, Christy was announced for Dead or Alive 6. That's right. There she is in her, I guess, blonde hair and black outfit. and <laughs> She's responsible for the death of Helena's mother, Maria. You know, that's, uh, anyway, there, there you go. Okay. Um, I don't have much more to add to that. But I, I watched the trailer, and it's a very pretty-looking game. As you know. Mm-hmm. As you know. Right? Yes. Okay. And then, of course... All right, and then the other one was that 2B is announced as a guest character for Soul Calibur 6. Which I know a lot of people are hyped for, because 2B is a very, very popular character right now, so I feel like she's kind of like the new Bayonetta... So. Seems really popular, and for sure, everybody who's played Soul Calibur Online has run into at least one 2B player oh, who made right, a custom right. character. Okay, so without looking at your screen again, what game is she from? Near Automata. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, good job. I wasn't sure if you could do that or not. <laughs> this guy doesn't. Come on, come on. Uh, but that's a great guest character to put on that game. I think that's that's a that's an amazing uh, guest character. So. Yeah, I, I've heard really good things. I have never played the game, but I've heard great things about both the game and the character. Uh, and she, she, her moves look cool. Like she has a cool mm -hmm. gameplay system. And 
I, every character in that game is is interesting and unique, so I have no reason to expect anything other than that for the new characters See, coming out. <laughs> Strider actually would be pretty dang cool for Soul Calibur if they could put Strider in there. Uh, I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to play uh, near Automata anytime on on stream. I've got way too many things. I will say though, for tomorrow. Uh, I don't know what time I'm going to start, maybe around like 4 o'clock or so. I'm just probably going to play like 8 hours straight of Resident Evil 7 because oh. I haven't played it yet. So it's Halloween, so I figured that would be a fun Halloween Dang. stream. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm going to do that's that more tomorrow. Halloween, yep. <clears throat> so just to let you guys know, it's going to be on twitch.tv slash jchenzor. So there you go. Cool, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think that sounds cool. It's, uh, it's nice to see who else is coming out. Um, I think Geralt is already a cool guest character. Like they they did him mm -hmm. well. Again, I haven't played The Witcher games, but from what I've heard, he seems like a cool translation. Okay. okay. Uh, and the way his like magic works is pretty interesting. <laughs> Vega, that would be an interesting. But he wouldn't be able to jump off walls, right? I mean, I guess there would be walls in there, but you can't have him like fly all the way to the edge. Of I the think Cervantes has some off the wall stuff. If I recall correctly. Right, but I mean, Vega can go off the wall wherever he is. So let's say you're on one of those stages with only the walls over there, and you're on this one. He's not gonna go yo Probably to that not. wall and then come all the way back. Yeah. yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I think that's I think that's cool. It seems like a good choice for them. <clears throat> um, looking forward to seeing who else is there. But I like what, I said, I the characters are already there. interesting and unique, so it's, they've done a good job so far. Yeah. What would you like as a guest character on the game? Like, I thought Link was genius. Like, Link I thought, made like, sense, I think yeah. Link was really, really cool if they were going to put one of those, a Nintendo character in right. there. But <laughs> Strider would be a cool choice. I'm sure everybody wants Dante or Devil May Cry or something. Sure, but that makes He's got sense. too many guns. I think that would be kind of weird. Cervantes um, has guns. <laughs> oh, I guess that's true. Uh, Guilty Gear character would be pretty sick to put in there. That would be actually, awesome. To be honest with you. I, I, so you saw, did you see my customization for Soul Calibur 6? Uh, no. I made Falk. Oh, okay. I made Falk and, uh, you know, um, uh, in Killick, because I wanted to see what she would actually look like well animated fighting with the staff, right? I just think that would be really cool, so I'm going to play with that okay. and stuff like that. <laughs> my question is, so the second character that I would like to use, can you make a dog in this game? Can you make like a fighting dog? I know there's like cat masks, but I didn't yeah. see any dog masks. But are any of the other side races, can you make them wolves or anything like that or, or anything like that? I don't know. I think there's one that's animalistic, but it might be like a lizard oh, or okay. something. Okay. Because I really want to make Talbane Killick with the nunchucks. You mean Maxi? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma Maxi, sorry. Maxi with nunchucks. I think that would be awesome because Talbane fights with nunchucks. That sounds cool. Yeah, and I think that would have been a cool thing to do, but I just don't think that would... I, I don't know if that's going to be possible. Yeah, so. I'm not sure, dude. Yeah. But I'm actually kind of happy about my, my Falk. I mean, it definitely took a while for me to do it right, and there was a lot of, like... At one point in time, I had to give her a bikini and paint, a, like, like fake skit, like, clothes right, onto, right, her, right. Sure. onto her stomach, but I had to unlock some other thing, but then it didn't look right, so I had to, like... Away. But the thing is, there's no br good Bray little hat thing. Mm. So I actually got the giant heart and rotated it upside down and just like implanted it nice. into her head. Nice. Okay, that's and cool. And it actually looks decent. You can't change the color of the character's lips. Oh. There's no option for changing the character. You can change their eye color. You can't right. change their lips. But one of the stickers is lips. So I've literally <laughs> pasted lips onto her mouth. Wow. To give her the green lipstick. Dang. It's kind of funny. So she has green lipstick. 
Well, very aqua-ish lipstick, yeah. Uh-huh. Falk has uh, very aqua-ish Who knew? Lipstick. Anyway, two Bs in, uh, in the game at some point. You can add makeup to do lips? In the body function, you can add makeup? Holy crap. Okay, I just didn't even realize there was an option for makeup. Dang. That's crazy. It is on my Twitter. It is on my Twitter, although that one's the old version with the uh, bikini and the... The square pasted onto her stomach, on her chest, to make it look like she has a. I've changed it a little bit. I've given her gloves and stuff like that too. So, but yeah, I'll probably play it on stream maybe later tonight or maybe even oh, yeah. uh, to, like on Thursday or something like that. So, well, that's it for that. And then there was a leaked list for Smash Ultimate. Mm -hmm. Now, there's actually going to be a Nintendo Direct on. Thursday. Two days. Yeah, yeah, two days from now. Morning time Thursday, uh, at least in our country. And so, you know, presumably that'll be all about which characters are in and so forth, and or at least have some info on that, mm -hmm. not all the info, mm -hmm. and more info on the game. However, there was a leak. What do you think about this leak, huh? I haven't really looked at it yet. To be honest with you, so if you want to just like start surprising me with the leaked list, and then I can just tell you. Like I can either laugh or I can go, huh, you know. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, it's the final Smash Direct. I mean, I, I hedge my bets on whether it's all the info because, you know, it's not unheard of for things to just get launched and be in the game. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, all the info that they're going to say in any case. So, I'm going to spoil things with this leaked list. So, if you're not interested, then see ya. It's probably fake. Yeah. I imagine it's fake. However, here's the ones. Let me know if you're interested. Isaac. From what? Did you just put the H in that word? I guess I did. What is Isaac from? Who's Isaac? I don't know. Oh, nice meeting you as well, stretched up. Golden Sun. Okay. All right. What do you think about that? I have no idea. Same. <laughs> what do you think about... The chorus kids, from from the uh, uh, I don't know either. rhythm heaven. I don't know. Is that rhythm heaven? Because I saw them mentioning that on Best of Five a little bit, right? The Ma rhythm heaven is an awesome game, and if Nintendo, if anybody can do it, it would be Nintendo to figure out a way to make it work. But I why why would you do that? I just don't understand. Like I feel like that would be a wasted spot because like. Everything in that game is about, like, it's one of the greatest games, by the way, because it's just, it's like WarioWare, but everything is based on music. Okay. So, like, it's all mini games, like a baseball pops out of a box and you have to bat it, and so you go boom, boom, but it's all to the beat of the rhythm, and so they'll start doing things, like, they'll purposely, like, you'll see just a hole in a fence and a ninja zooms past it, and the time that you actually hit, have to shoot the ghost or something like that, like, is on beat, right? But occasionally, the music will stop. And, but you can still do it because it's on beat, because it's literally, boom, you can't react to it, and they just do a lot of really cool things. All right, I love that right. game. I love that game. Dude. All right, fair enough. Yeah, you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. I definitely about. don't. Yeah, okay. I definitely don't. Uh, it sounds like an interesting game, though, from what I heard and processed in my brain, which is not a lot. Uh, what do you think about Gino? Gino is the one that I know everybody wants, okay. and I think if they put him in there, that would be a worthy person to save to last. 
So I think a lot of people will be excited. Super Mario RPG. I have never played Super Mario RPG. It is on my SNES Mini, and if he does come out, I'll play it on stream. I'll play Super Mario RPG on on, on stream just so I can figure out what's going on. I'm with that. Uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, that's basically yeah, my position I mean, on that. But, I mean, it's easy, because he'd be an Echo character, you would probably. Think, yeah. yeah, it's easy to do, so, yeah. Also, probably an Echo character, Ken Masters. See, I believe that one, because someone actually said, like, something with data mining, they found out, like, there was either, like, Ken's background music is in the game, or something hmm. like that, or I forget what it was, but that would be a fun Echo character to put in there, I think. I or, would... or to make it slightly different enough that that... Ken's uppercut actually is like on fire and cool. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Banjo Kazooie. Oh, Ken's music is in Smash Four. So Banjo Kazooie is an interesting one because Banjo Kazooie is a rare property, and Rare is owned by Microsoft. Right. So I feel like that would be a difficult one for them to pull off because obviously with stuff like Capcom and Konami, they don't have any competing consoles, right? But because Microsoft owns Rare which owns Banjo-Kazooie, I don't... Oh, Phil Spencer said he would do it, huh? Interesting. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It's, it's a fantastic choice if, it, if they can work right. legally. Mm-hmm. That, that could be... Like, you, you know, immediately obvious applications to how the character could work come into mind. Yeah, right? King, like K. King K. Rool, it might be similar, but the thing about it is it's still Donkey Kong property, which is still Nintendo-owned no matter what, Right. Like, Banjo-Kazooie is not a Nintendo-owned thing. Like, they got Rare. Nintendo got Rare to make the game under Nintendo. So I still think hmm. it's it's a Nintendo property. So I think it's... Got uh, it. Yeah. Okay. And then... Mock Rider. Yeah, that game was... I played a lot of that game, okay. actually. And it wasn't even, like... Because the thing is, there was the three games on the regular Nintendo that were part of the programmable series, which I loved. Oh, I do remember this. Excite Bike. What it looks like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mock Rider and Wrecking Crew. Now, to be fair, Mock Rider was by far the least interesting of the programmable series because you just made your own track, and it just, just, yeah, it wasn't that variety. Had much variety. Right. Uh, Excite Bike was kind of cool. For sure. Wrecking Crew. That I don't remember. It's one of the greatest games ever. And one of the greatest games that a lot of people don't even remember that Mario and Luigi were in. Oh, I definitely don't remember that. So Mario and Luigi are in Wrecking Crew, and there were hidden items like the magic hammer and everything like that. And me and my brother figured out how to get the magic hammer ourselves. And like the amount of discovery we had. One of the backgrounds in uh, the game in Super Smash 4 is based off of that. Okay. Where you're hitting the walls and and the floors kept dropping and stuff like that. The floors never drop, but... Wrecking Crew is a fantastic game. I have always wanted a new Wrecking Crew. I think they made one for the Super Nintendo disk drive system, but it was just kind of like a wow. afterthought kind of thing. But like, I've always wanted to make a new Wrecking Crew because me and my brother would create the hell... We made some of the greatest stages in that thing. Like We were so good at making stages for that game. 
that, that game was so fun. And there was no way to save the stages, so we, we, oh, we wow. just we ended up doing was just getting graph paper and writing down all of our stages. Right. So that we could just remember them that way and stuff Dang. like that. I still have all that graph. Paper. Really? Wow. Shut up, Forrest. I'm talking about Wrecking Crew, and I'm going to stay tight. He said next topic. No, I'm talking about Wrecking Crew, because Wrecking Crew is a great-ass game, man. I'm going to have to take your word for it, but it sounds, it sounds cool. <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. I love you, Forrest. I, I love you, Forrest. Um, but, man. Anyway, next topic. Next topic. Uh, I don't really have anything. Yeah. Um, so, there is a very slight update on the infiltration situation. Okay, okay. And that is that uh, you're going to have to wait for more information. Right. But at least that was put out officially by Panda Global, right? It, and they, it was. And they said that for the time being, he is not going to enter anything. They did say that. Uh, what's mm-hmm. interesting to me, and they had a series of tweets about this a few days ago. Uh, what's interesting to me is that they also say that we have shared all documentation with Capcom, who has been conducting their own independent investigation and legal review of materials before mm-hmm. making any formal decisions for the CPT. It is our understanding that this process may still take weeks. So um, I find that interesting because they're, they're bringing in, or at least they feel that they need to bring Capcom in on the situation. Mm-hmm. Like that, and and I, I guess I don't know why they Probably because they need, need to. they need to figure out who to, re- they, if, if, if this happens, they need to replace infiltration in CPT. In the Capcom maybe so, but if you're, I, I, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, maybe, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe it's like Capcom would explicitly ban him from entering mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Uh, rather than just Panda Global like doesn't pay to send him there, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, there's not there's not a lot of actual affirmative information. It's just saying it's taking a while. It's not our intention to delay. They want to reach a conclusion as much as the public does. However, we will not corrupt the integrity of our inv- investigation by rushing. Uh, and I continue to think that that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. That said, you know, this is a couple months long now. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that that feels to me like that's too long. When it was, I mean, we talked about this when it was maybe three or four weeks old. And I was mm-hmm. saying like, hold on, everybody. It's not something that takes, that is instant. But two months is, you know, approaching the point where I feel like that's, doesn't so need to take that long. Infiltration but... got replaced by Angry Bird. Oh, for Red Bull Kumite. For Red Bull Kumite, yes, I did. Angry Bird, which is... My, my guess is that if... So, the question from No... By the way, I can't believe you had the Twitch name No. You must have joined super early. Yeah, I know. So, if Capcom doesn't ban him, they would still sponsor him. I doubt it. Um, so, it, so if, if, if all the allegations are, are false and everything's fine, then for sure. But if, the, if, there is, if there are problems, and yet Capcom decides not to ban him... I still think there's no way that Panda Global will continue to have him on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as they're legally able to drop him. And as I was saying a few weeks ago, almost certainly they have that right. It's very standard in esports agreements right. for there to be the right on the part of the team to dump a player who's done something uh, egregious or you know mm-hmm. causes his value to drastically lessen or something. So, yeah, i got to think that they would dump him. Yeah, and honestly, you know, if it is true, then I wouldn't even see Capcom letting him play in it anyway. So right, I just, right. I just don't think that that would be yeah. happening. So. Yeah. No. So I mean, maybe they're just sharing info with Capcom so Capcom can be in the loop. Maybe it's they're not like necessarily mm-hmm. leaving it up to Capcom to make the, oh, the yeah, decision, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, keeping them in the loop, which I think makes sense. Okay. Look, we were all big Infill fans. He's cool. He, he was a cool dude. On streams, were good. Always nice in person. Fantastic player. 
all that pales in comparison to the allegations. Right? It's not, I mean, you know, it's not even a question mm -hmm. if that stuff's accurate. So, you know, we got a way to make sure to know either way. I hope that we do find out soon. Um, got to think that we'll know before Capcom Cup, right? Yeah, I mean, otherwise he's just not going to show up, right? I would think so, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. Let me do something really quick over here. Yeah. Wow. I retweet a lot of stuff. Oh, I also wanted to bring up the fact that the Gfinity series is happening again. The mm -hmm. Gfinity Elite Series Season 4. Uh, so this is something that's been going on over in Europe for a few years now. And it's continuing. And it's, it's a team thing. So there's, what is it, five players per team, I believe? Okay. Six, okay. I guess. Uh, and then they have a big old, old series playing against each other. Great uh, production value. They get you know good commentators for it. The play is really good. The players are, are awesome on it. Um, unfortunately, it continues to just be on Facebook. Yeah, that's the biggest problem that's, with it's it. It's really yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. It, so if it were on Twitch or even just on YouTube or something else, you got to think that it would be bigger than it is. But right. when I when I briefly tuned in, there were like thirty five people watching, something like that. Thirty oh, five people. Thirty five. Oh my god. Yeah. I, hopefully, it got better than that. But it's. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, they're not the only people to be streaming on Facebook. There have been other groups who've been convinced to do it as well. You got to think that there's a lot of money in the pot for them to do that. Mm -hmm. This is Falk. Yeah. It's, currently, the hair is actually different now. Oh, it looks nice. And uh, she actually has gloves on now, and like I said, the bodysuit's a little bit different now. But that's that's my fault that I actually created. So, yay! It's actually really funny to watch her fight. Like when I put her in the mock battles and stuff like that, it's actually really cool because like she has the staff and it's just like she's well animated and stuff. It's just like yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, just, there's yeah. something about it that looks really cool. So that's cool. There you go. It looks a little better than that now. So this was the old version of it. So. Well, if you're interested in watching, like I said, you can do it on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash GFinitySFV. And they really have some of the best players in Europe. Uh, it's a great lineup. Mm -hmm. I wish it was more accessible. But it's watchable. You just got to do it on Facebook. So if you're yeah. into that, then it's available. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, huh, interesting. Not much else going on right now. We're just kind of heading down, like I said, to the home stretch of of this uh, season. Obviously, Tekken World Tour tickets, the Tekken World uh, Finals tickets are on sale right now. Uh, you can definitely pick uh, those up right now. That's, of course, going to be in Amsterdam. So it'll be an awesome vacation for you to head out there if you can. Uh, Capcom has also announced some more of the Capcom Cup information they like showed all these music artists that are going to be there i think including the people who made that song in the g trailer oh cool yeah oh so, that's right yeah. yeah so um so that's coming out um also uh evo trailer supposedly tomorrow right uh so joey said that the trailer was going to come out like yesterday but then due to unforeseen circumstances they couldn't release it just yet, so Joey said now it's coming out tomorrow, I believe. So we're going to get an Evo trailer. Now, um, wow, 50% of the tickets to the Tekken World Tour have already, the Tekken Cup, have already been sold. Huh? That's Good great. Stuff. That's awesome. Uh, Red Bull Kumite is, uh, is it the next weekend? 
Um, I think it's two weekends. Yeah, Dell the Funky Homo. Oh, right, because we're in midweek. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess that's uh-huh. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the tenth and eleventh. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes, I'm definitely always playing record keeper. Um, but the thing is, I don't think anybody should expect much out of the trailer because I saw Hungry Box. Remember, I said at the after party, so he was right. like, So, do you think the trailer's gonna have? Do you think Melee's gonna be, you know, announced? And I was like, It's not yet. I was like, This is probably just gonna be. Date and location. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. So the first trailer is probably going to be date and location, but it's always exciting to find that out. And sure. And we can start booking our plans and everything like that. It's so, not going to have the games. No, it's not going to have the games because they always do the stream at Red Bull Studios when they announce the games. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah That'll be cool. early next year, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. So probably just... Maybe gonna... they'll say which games will be at Evo Japan. Well, someone asked them about that already, and Mark Mann had a response to that and said that they are still trying to finalize because some games they're having trouble... Like, I guess some complications or something like that. So they can't announce the official list yet, but they're trying to get that as soon as they can. So he said soon. Okay. So there was definitely a response to that yet already. So you got to think melee's back in in Evo. What are they calling Evo World or Evo North America? I forget what they like. Uh, Probably World, right? Evo World. I don't I mean, know about Evo Japan, but you got to think it's at Evo. World. I mean, Smash Four is probably gone. Hundred percent. Yeah, but it's going to be. But it's probably going to be Melee and Ultimate. Now, I got it. So. I hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. There's yeah. no way it's not like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, um, a lot of the Melee players go and try Ultimate. I really hope they do. Hungrybox said he was going to try, definitely try Good. it. So he's definitely going to play it. So. Okay, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I had a very interesting conversation with Practical Tasks. Who's a dude in the melee scene who's done scientific aspects of it and mm-hmm. also done rankings and whatnot mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. PG? Um, we talked about a lot of interesting stuff. I would say the most interesting thing to me was his view on on buttons being like the most interesting thing about melee. Because uh, you you don't like Fox, so right? He was saying that he plays Fox, and he's, he plays him because he realized that Fox is basically broken. And you can do whatever you want, and you have to do a lot of this. Mm-hmm. You're always moving your hands. And uh, I said that I think Fox is very boring because he can do anything, and there's no uh, if no you're on, if you're on stage yeah. like there's no there's no weakness. You're you can just if you want to do X, you just do it. There's no mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. setting it up. It takes a while. No, you just there it is. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's really boring. And he thinks and he said that that's a perspective that he had never heard before in the melee scene. I brought up um, the comparison of Marvel 3 when uh, Chris G was playing Morgan and beating everybody, and a lot of people didn't like it. Right. Mm -hmm. But but in nobody's conversation was the fact that he that there's a lot of uh, execution that goes into into it. Mm -hmm. To to zone with Morgan, you're constantly doing quarter circles and you're constantly pressing buttons. Mm -hmm. And while sometimes you would say. That's hard to do. It's impressive. You would never hear somebody say, that's so sick because that's the, they're that, so buttons That's my favorite character because you have to keep hitting buttons. Never heard yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Never mm-hmm, heard that. Mm-hmm. You, you know, people had different takes on whether she was a fun or interesting character. Mm-hmm, right? Some mm-hmm. people thought she was boring. Some right. people liked her. Whatever. D- d- strategically. Right? Not you have to press a lot of buttons so therefore she is a fun character. Right. And I've, I've often even, like, when I preach how to play fighting games, I often say that it's about not hitting buttons. That's the important part. You have to know when to hit buttons and stuff. But 
apparently people like Fox just because you're always hitting buttons and that you're was always his, doing something. That's what he was telling me. Yeah, that, that very different take on what makes an interesting fighting game character. And that's why they hate Jigglypuff, right? Right. So what he was saying was that I mean, and obviously we know that I know that she is hated, right? That's a character. Yeah, 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 and same yeah. same uh, with uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Ice Climbers. I had thought that that was because it was she's more of a zoner, uh-huh, uh-huh. and that Ice Climbers is the grappler, and those are just in general annoying archetypes for people. Mm-hmm, I thought mm-hmm. that was the reason. But instead, what he said was that you can't press buttons against those characters in the ways that you can against everybody else, so they're boring. Not not that it's like a strategic like uh, right. yeah, you yeah, yeah. you have to mm-hmm. avoid situations. It's like you can't. You're not as active physically, so it's boring. Very different take on things. Right. It's not that they are making the game. They make it so that I can't hit buttons, so that's why they suck. Basically. They, they're forcing me to not hit buttons yeah. and melee is fun because I get to hit buttons Correct. Yeah, that, right. was his, that was what he was mm-hmm. saying I hope I'm not mischaracterizing the position but that's, that's what it sounded like to me and <laughs> what he was saying is that those are very common perspectives and he had said he'd never heard somebody say that they think Fox is boring Fox is super boring I think it's clear <laughs> myself but yeah well it's not even just that I think he's super boring to be honest with you. maybe I don't think he's boring okay. but he's definitely broken He's definitely well, yeah. way OP in that game. That, like, and, that, and that's what Practical Test said, too, mm-hmm. right? He was not arguing the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely think he is super OP, you know? And he is, and it, it's not even boring in the terms of he, he's not doing anything or whatever. It's just boring because he has no weaknesses. Yeah, Like, right. maybe it's just because he's a little floatier, right? You know, there, there's that problem that you can kill him a little bit. If you bit get hit, he, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but before that... You just have all the options. You have a, There's no you constriction have a one on you. frame invincible jump cancelable move, yeah. which is just the silliest thing ever. Even found really weird glitches to make him do his side teleport so it doesn't go as far. And like, there's just all these. He's just super powerful. So. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's not. He doesn't win every matchup for free. That's not the contention. And, and, and no character that has been designed that way, that is to say, like, the jack or even king of all trades, uh, has been that way. I just hate that kind of character archetype in general oh, when he's shown up in other games. I don't know if they're an intended mechanic, but anything that behaves slightly differently, I just call a glitch. Melee people like to call everything not glitches. I call everything glitches. So that's just, like, I don't think that that was intended, to be honest with you. So... Um. He was telling me that part of why people don't like Ice Climbers is that you have to be so aware when you're playing against them. And he was telling me about how there was some tournament that recently had, it was 11 Ice Climbers in, I think, the top 32 or 64. I forget which one it was, but, you know, an outsized number. And he said that one of the believed reasons for that was that there were pools at 8 a.m. when people weren't awake, and Mm -hmm. so they got hit by a lot of Ice Climber stuff because they just weren't aware enough. Mm -hmm. And then there were people who qualified into later rounds playing Ice Climbers at the end because they played until like 10 or 11 at night when people, again, were fatigued, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. sleepy, and so they got hit by Ice Climbers things. Um, as, I don't know, as if that's like a problem? Like, <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's like, cool, you got to be aware. Like, every I game I, has that. I, weird question victory pose, but I do like uh, Adon. I, I, he was one of the characters and that I, I really wanted to play. The big house ate, and that isn't true, according to Curly W. They weren't playing at 8 a.m. Okay. I mean, I think that's what makes the Ice Climbers cool, is that you have to be so aware of them the entire time. I can understand that the Ice Climbers, probably at mid-levels, 
like high to low levels probably slaughter you really badly and you just get mad when you get wobbled and that's probably why people want to ban it but at the highest levels they just don't win and you know yeah. and my, mango has even said that he just thinks the ice climbers suck right so i just feel like um at the high levels it's fine and and the weird thing about it is we've been dealing with that for our whole entire lives right cable just destroys like like you can't even super him with blackheart in mvc2 if you hit him with the up super, he can air hyper viper beam you when you come back onto the screen, oh. and there's nothing you can do about it because Blackheart's animation is him doing the little goopy teleport, right. and so he can't cancel that. Like, every, <laughs> like so he act like if you ever hit Cable with that, he gets to air hyper viper beam you. If 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 Good if Sentinel rocket punches you from across the screen, you get to air hyper viper beam him. He cannot rocket punch you from a full screen away. If you block it, you can air hyper viper beam him before. I mean, he old Sagat removes half the characters right. in the game, right? And so we're just—I guess we're just used to that. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know. We will not be at Red Bull Kumite this year. No, nope, correct. That is not happening. So. That's so why it's been kind of rough actually this year for commentary. Because there's no Red Bull Kumite, we didn't have ESL King of the Hill, we didn't have Brooklyn Beatdown, and obviously ESL and Red Bull probably were two of the higher paying gigs that yeah, we had. And they had, so, they were slinging the money around. And so, don't have any of that stuff, so it's tough times, tough times. It's the reason why I haven't fixed these paintings, if people are wondering, to be honest with you, because I'm not going to fix them until I figure out what I'm going to do, because if I decide to rent this room out, or turn it oh. to an Airbnb or something like that. I don't want to put these things up and work on all that stuff. So that's why they're still there. So Well, there's basically nothing else. Hey, shout outs to still have Zoidberg. Dang, we got some dough. A thousand bits. Thank you. And not only that, but... Um, Thank you. Yeah, go back to being a programming. Thank I might you. have to, to be honest with you. And then also, uh, we're not even... Well, I guess I don't, we probably can't even talk about that yet. So, okay, never mind. <clears throat> Okie doke. Well, can you get any more stories? Uh, I don't know. What, what about what? Uh, any, hey, shout-outs to Breezy Dow. Dying. 25 bits. Woo! That's a woo! I mean, I'm happy to ramble. I just don't know what to talk about. That's all. I don't know, Tap2GG. That's a thought process right now. I might have to re-enter the job market next year. I'll probably try to extend it as much as possible, but we'll see what happens. It really depends on how much money I have left in my savings, so that's the way yeah. it works. So. Oh, dang. Thanks for the subscription Shout as well. Pota81 for the subscription. Uh, what about the time I almost got arrested five times in one night in Mexico? You've told that one before, right? Dang, really? <sighs> Well, I'm excited to play Soul Calibur online. It's not a real the story. weird thing about it was, I went online today. I was going to play an hour before I came on here. I've played the computer a bunch, so I've run around and you know actually like tried to do stuff. But I went online and I went to ranked mode, and I did like three bars or higher. You know, uh, any any like I guess like region. I guess it was close region. I forgot what the settings were, but I sat there and it was like network error has occurred kicked me out, went back there, sat there for like a minute, no matches, canceled. You know, I was watching Flo earlier today, and he got kicked out of a match and then couldn't find a match for a while. Really? What if there was just a server issue going hmm. on? Interesting. Okay. I don't know. Shout-outs to Mr. Friday for the 100 hey. bits. Woo! No, that was not a true story. I was joking. Oh, okay. <clears throat> it wasn't five times. <laughs> 
Um, all right. Well, somebody wanted to know something about legal stuff. It sounded like, and if so, I'm happy to ramble. Yep. You have to edit your locally stored band list again. I don't know. I see a, 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 a an emote after that, so I don't know if that's actually true. Uh, you cannot sue yourself. You cannot sue yourself, huh? Correct. Can you sue like? A dog or an animal or anything like that? Can you like sue that? a dog? I think a happened? dog does not have legal standing. What was actually really funny about uh, Canada and weed, though, was that all of a sudden all of the immigration processes on the way there had extra steps about cannabis, and then yeah. there was definitely a lot of signs at the airport talking about it now. So. They just want to know if you're bringing weed in. That's it. <clears throat> I don't think that they're going to bust you. Yeah, but they just wanted to know about that. So uh, I'm not a litigator, so I've never been involved in depositions. Well, not since I've started my own job anyway. As a, a summer associate, I was involved in litigation, but I have like one summer of experience doing it, so I don't, you know. The shortest deposition I've, I've seen was one of the like two or three depositions mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Uh, I should get back to Spider-Man soon. So. Uh, this November, there's really not a lot of events. So I'm not traveling anywhere. So I'm going to be streaming a lot this this month, this coming month. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I haven't seen Making a Murderer Season 2 yet. Shankar, I heard it was cool, but I haven't seen it yet. Did you see Season 1? Well, cool is maybe not the right word. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay, okay. Because you don't watch a lot of Netflix stuff, right? Documentary, man. Oh. It's my jam. It's a documentary. Okay. Tetris Effect is coming out. I will definitely be streaming Tetris. I'm working on that, uh, Boats and Joes. I definitely have made a lot of headway into streaming... Uh, Tetris stuff. I've got a lot of in- good, interesting information, and uh, I have not watched Castlevania yet. Castlevania, of course, which was uh, directed by Samuel Dietz, who is brother of Adam Dietz, who is also known as uh, Kamui in the fighting oh, yeah. game community. He was a combo video Woo! maker and high level third strike player. Shout out to Caramel Jenkins for the subscription. Thank you. Yes, he was. <clears throat> season one was great, dude. I love season one, so I can't wait to see season two. I did finish watching Daredevil yesterday, but uh, I won't talk about that because I don't want people to. <clears throat> uh, How long do you think esports uh, company sponsors companies will stay in business? <laughs> My friend, not Mr. Greyhound, wants me to sing the Resident Evil song tomorrow. Okay, I will do that. I will definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a stable business. Which one? Esports sponsorship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I don't expect that to be a stable business. Even Uh, even in situations like with Overwatch and League that get franchised, maybe they'll be stable within that game, but no video game lasts forever. mm -hmm. It's Uh, never happened. If I convert this room to an Airbnb, how much per night? I don't know yet. I'd have to do research for that. Or I'm just going to see if I can find someone who wants to be a roommate here and just live in this room or something like that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. With that, so as a lawyer, is it hard to watch shows that involve law and such and see how bad and inaccurate they can be? Ding ding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we cut the criminal next week. Ding ding. Here's the trial, and we're gonna no. Why would you do this? Yeah, big part of why I didn't like uh, Phoenix Wright as well. It's more based on the Japanese legal system, although it's not even you know accurate for that. It's just a game, obviously. Right. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And I didn't like it because it was so inaccurate for compared to what I'm used to. It was just mad. Uh, some people are actually uh, mentioning about the, the lewd stuff in Soul Calibur going to get you banned online now. Oh, right. Yeah, so I guess there was that announcement recently. There was. But, like, I mean, I think that's funny coming from a game with, like, Ivy and, and, and yeah. stuff like that. Well, just, so. Yeah, 
I can't have a penis out just because of like what? What are they going to count? Like obviously, I mean, how many? I haven't played online yet. How many bikini fighters are there? There's got to be a billion bikini fighters out there, right? I would say fewer than you may expect. Really? I mean, there's like sexy girl times whatever, but they're not just like not just the like the boobs out version. There's mm-hmm. like you know more you can do. So okay. <laughs> I don't know, but there's definitely like lots of like sexy girl characters for sure. Bands are stored locally too, so you can just fix a single file and you can play online again. Well, <clears throat> but yeah, Curly W is right that basically their normal costumes right. are already uh-huh, the boobs uh-huh. out version. So it's really- and, and even if they're not, all you got to do is get a lethal hit in, and they, you know, their shirt comes off. Or yeah, whatever, I know. Their right. pants come mm-hmm. off. Like. That was actually funny too because the, the the Falk that I made because I painted it on her stomach right there, I didn't even think about that, and I was fighting against the computer, and they hit me, and the, my whole coat fell off and everything like that. And then her, like, it's just painted on her front, but there's nothing on the back, and it just looked really mm. weird. <laughs> I was like, yeah. But I had to unlock something, and I, and I made it work, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Practical Taz is in the chat now. Oh, oh. <laughs> Heard that you were talking shit, and you didn't think that I would hear it. <laughs> well, I don't stand by that, but but yeah, that's right. I was no, just talking about the conversation we had. That I thought yeah, was very yeah. interesting. Oh man. Well, um, I don't know. Do you want to stress this out for another fifteen? I minutes don't know. Or? Yeah, I'm just eating pasta over here at this point. I don't know how the sales were for Soul Caliber. I don't know actually. I haven't heard anything about it, so uh, I definitely want to play some people so maybe I'll actually do do that later tonight since we might end out early I can go grab some food and and we can uh, I can play some Soul Calibur tonight so uh, did you do the giveaway yet that is a good question oh let's do that do you All want right. to give it away let's do okay, it okay. let's give do it, it away. we're going to give away we're going to give away a potential copy of Soul Calibur 6 now to be clear courtesy of this is a offsuit. yeah this is a copy of the game that will come if it comes from uh, Best of Five. So what happened earlier today was they were running their stream, as they do every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time, and they gave they did a giveaway for Soul Calibur Six copy, and I foolishly put my name into the little raffle, obviously thinking nothing's going to come of that. Like, I'm one of however many viewers. Um, but I won it. I won the copy of Soul Calibur Six in their raffle, even though I have the game. Uh, I just didn't think it would happen. So what I said is that I'm gonna I'm gonna raffle it on our shows. Now as a result, I don't have the game. <laughs> All right, I don't have a copy of the game to give away. But I can raffle off my Soul Calibur Six futures. All right, so I can <laughs> I can give you Unsung Hero 44 bits. Woo! I can give you. My potential copy of Soul Calibur Six. Now, guys, stop. If it doesn't come, I can't help you. Look, I'm closing. I'm gonna reset. I'm closing the raffle. I'm resetting the raffle. Resetting the raffle, and now I'm going to open the raffle. So now, guys, start typing in exclamation mark raffle. Now you are entered into it. So that's right. It's a unilateral contract, but it's and a very con- it's a very contingent one, and it might amount to nothing. If I don't get the game. Here's another thing too, is that I really, really need Ace King Offsuit to enter this raffle. Oh yeah. 
Ace King offsuit, please enter the raffle because I think that would just be hilarious if you won it. That would be the best. And I will show it to you live so it yeah. won't be a rigged kind of thing. <laughs> but you definitely need to enter Ace King offsuit because we need to have at least that probability. I, I, want, I want like best of fives Twitch to be in here raffling. I want everybody. <laughs> Oh, Shout thanks, Bab. Oh, 50 cents to make, get him Woo! in the raffle. Oh, okay. I'm not sure Woo! it works like that, but we'll do our best. Okay, okay. Let's just make sure that there's... Uh, do you know how many people are, have entered? Is that something that you can tell? I have no idea. I have no idea. We have our raffle window right here. Okay, cool. What's cool? Hmm? What's cool? Good job. Who's good job? It's getting weird over there. What are you talking about? You said good job, and I don't know why you said good job. I don't know what that was a reference to. What was a good job? I entered the raffle. You entered the <laughs> raffle? <laughs> We'll see, we'll see. Can I win two big raffles in one night? Dude, I won my own raffle one time on Ultra on, on the J Chen's on my stream. I mean it's dude. yeah. It's it's possible. I entered. Alright. Hang on a second. I have to what enter to a I gotta enter as well. There you go. I have entered the raffle as well. So nice. now we have three chances for rigged Oh yeah, is Ultra Chen in it? No, Can I Ultra just Chen entered put right. myself right. in there. You want to put? I, I could put ultra chance. Oh, you did. did okay, it. there All right. you go. All right, we got three chances. All right, let's do it. Let's okay, do it. Let's okay, do it. Okay. All right. Uh, two, 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 two. Okay. So we're gonna do this now. All right, everybody. Here we go. Gonna draw out the winner. Shoutouts to Two Rare Two for the third months in a row. He says, "Stay awesome. You stay awesome. Stay classy, San Diego." I'm Ron Burgundy. Okay, ready? Hang on, let me do this for you, David. You're, you sound like you're, you're having trouble here. Wait a Thumbles! Thumbles! Thumbles is the winner. Joined uh, Twitch a while ago. Should we put, be putting that info out there? Not sure. I don't know. But you might want to change the old screen. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Thumbles is the winner. So All right. Thumbles, you got to DM me if on UltraChen TV. Well, is he there? Just at, yeah, that's, us, that's at us at UltraChen TV. Thumbles is not here. Let's is see. Is he gone? Let's see. At I mean, they're in the chat. No, they're in the chat right now. I just tried. Thumbles is definitely there. Yeah. Let us know. Let there he is. Hey, I'm here. Do you want it? That's the question. If you want it, then it's yours. My Soul Calibur Six Futures. God, you all this. Sure, I don't got it. Okay. All so right. That's a ringing to, endorsement. He needs to talk to Ace King Offsuit about that one, then, right? So you could just cut out the middleman. You don't need the middleman anymore. Smart. Smart. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, DM uh, Ultra Chen TV, and then I will 
set you up with Ace King Offsuit, and then Ace King Offsuit <laughs> will get you. Or Ace King Offsuit is in the chat, and we'll just say, Yeah, he says, I will I'll get you your prize. There nice. You go. There nice. You go. Anyway, uh, I highly recommend everybody going to follow and check out Best of Five on Twitch. Their Twitch is, I believe, Best of Five Show. But best of V. Sure that. Best, best of, of v. v. Excuse me. Yeah. Yes. Best of V Show. They have a really nice uh, breakdown of tournaments that happened each week. They do a great job at analyzing things. It's uh, several interesting tour, fellows. All the Capcom Pro Tour standings and all that stuff like that. Yeah. So really good stuff there. Go ahead and check them out. Capcom Connect is coming up. Uh, in 10 minutes uh, after this on ours. And of course, like I said, tomorrow uh, I am going to do a Resident Evil 7 stream. Probably starting at around 4 o'clock. Probably just go straight till midnight. Maybe I'll take a break for dinner in the middle there, depending on when I eat and stuff like that. But uh, just going to do that for Halloween, for spooby, for some spooby gameplays and stuff like that. So... On Thursday, I might try to go back to doing the viewer analysis matches, you know, having people uh, play on my stream, so having my subs play on my stream, and then afterwards, I, well, I commentate their match because I put them in the lobby, and then afterwards, I analyze their match afterwards, and because I hit my next sub goal, I will definitely be doing another karaoke stream sometime soon, so everybody seemed to really enjoy the karaoke stream. So, so I was talking stuff. with a buddy of mine who doesn't have any experience on Twitch or really gaming in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, he has a very different interest in life. And um, he saw me talking about subs. <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean sandwich? by subs? No, not sandwich. So was he thinking like submarines? No, not submarines either. He's <laughs> talking about subs. Yes, he has a... Dude, you all get it. This guy doesn't get it. Not like subscribers either. Well, that's... I don't think you would be willing to do a karaoke stream, huh? I don't consider myself strong or interested in singing. Okay, okay. Okay. Anyway, yeah, once I explained what subscribers are, he was like, that makes a lot more sense in this context. <laughs> I guess I am too pure for this. Oh my goodness. Nuclear subs. You got it. Um, you know... Uh, <laughs> I guess that that did end up being a stupid story, didn't it? didn't really think about it in advance. Uh, anyway, for Capcom Connect tonight, I heard that Guilty's going to be there. So that'll be cool. Check her out. She's very funny and uh, does a good job on streams like this. When we had her on ESL King of the Hill, I thought she was really good on that. She's just like, you know, engaging. So check it out. That will be in seven minutes, more or less. I don't know what else they're going to be discussing. However, should I? that's cool. I, I don't, what? Are you going to look too, it up? too early to raid them in here, right? Oh, to raid yeah. into their channel right now, probably. So, But definitely check that out. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. <sighs> okay. My dumbest night in college? Well, surely I don't remember it. <laughs> I think it's probably the easiest answer. Who do we play in Samurai Showdown? I played Jubei. I never played it enough to 
be able to say it. I play Jubin because he's just badass, dude. He's just such a cool character. Yeah, I just didn't play it enough. So. Okay. Was that no? I guess I played Kusara Ghetto. Is that in that game? Am I thinking of the right one? Huh? No, I don't think. Oh. That might have been one of the later ones. Yeah. What did he do? He was the huge demon guy, the cannibal. I don't think... Oh, you're talking about Five, the giant with the, the, the one that took up half the screen guy? I guess. Yeah, okay. yeah, he was okay. the big guy for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I just played him because he was the big guy. Of course. Of course. That's all. Uh, Which place do I race do I play in Warcraft 3? Uh, I started out with Undead. I played Orc for quite a while after that. Um, it was really just those two. I never play human. You know what I mean? Like, you're gonna play a game, you'll play humans. You're a human anyway. You know what I mean? How would you play humans? Because you can, relate, because you can relate to it. Right? I, I relate I to so. humanity enough. Like, right now. I don't want to continue doing this, that's for sure. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> This is called. This is the. This is the stream producer in the back going. <laughs> stretch it out. Stretch it out. <laughs> All right. You know I what? Play, five, I played Zurich in, in Starfield. Yeah, five more minutes. Whatever. Let's 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 let's, let's call it. Let's call All right. It later. Yes, I'm still playing G. Although I've only played Soul Calibur and BB Tag since Calibur came out. Yeah. Actually, right. so I've been playing Tekken. I'm trying to get back into BB Tag again. I gotta. I gotta get back into that game a little bit more. I was playing it on the airplane on the way back and trying yeah. to remember. Because the thing is, after that patch, Jubei was just like here and then he became here. Like the combo routes just completely wildly changed. So I did like your tweet, by the way, about looking at the MM Cafe, Madman's Cafe of Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Those are some good faces that you have of yourself, to be honest with you. Those are good, yeah. yeah there's yeah. that one face where you're like, yeah, dude, that that's a good <laughs> that's, face. A good that face, was a yeah. good face because, like, literally, I saw one of those ones and I was like, "That's S," and then I was like, "Wait, wait, wait no, is that Noel?" Yeah, dude. <laughs> the, the the only way that I knew some of those characters is that I know S is good. So the one that is just some female character that's on top, I'm like, "That's probably S." And then I, I don't think Noel's very good. So one of the characters that's down there on the bo- on the bottom that's blonde, uh-huh. I was like, "Probably Noel." <laughs> but then. I don't know who the other character is who's on the bottom tier and is blonde in that list. Mm-hmm, I don't. Mm-hmm. I tried thinking about it. Right. And I didn't bring up the game to see, like, all right, it's, like, one of them is down there, and I don't know which other one. Right. Oh, thank you, by the way, OG Geek. It says, great t- commentary for BB Tag at Canada Cup. Thank you very much. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, we really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's just exciting. We just really enjoy the game, so, but, yeah. Okay. Anyways, four more minutes now. Okay. You killed another minute. Is Agus? I thought that she was in the mid tier on that. Agus? Uh, it might have been Labrys. It might have. Maybe she was the mid tier one, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Zagus? I guess it was Zagus it was. I don't have my phone with me. Oh no! Can you Google Bird Song? That's probably going to come up with something different, but... <laughs> bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. It's like a bird, bird, bird. Bird is the oh, word. It's like a bird, bird, bird. Bird, bird is... Uh, I think I can do this. There's a lot of blondes in the game. Dang, nice work! Enjoy Capcom Connect, everybody.